I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Super Earth. Our home. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to CORE. This is CORE, episode 406. It's Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson. Bo Schwartz and John Jagger joining me today for a fresh, freshly baked episode of CORE, the podcast about video games. All right? Salute me, Scott. Oh, shit. Sorry, it's this. There we go. Right. <laughs> yeah, do you do it right, man. Yeah, you I almost did. I almost gonna... did like a Hitler thing, and that would have been bad. But yeah, not that. Oh, don't so, do not that. that That's yeah. not it. Do it like this. this. It's pretty great. I kind of wish this was real. Like when kids are in junior in uh, elementary and they're learning how to do the the flag thing. It'd be great if they just stood up and went like this. <laughs> it's a little fascist, right? That's the point. Is that you got? Isn't it this, kind of an up yours move? Like it is. If you yeah, put if your you hand put here. your yeah, if you put your arm there. It's oh, you got to put your arm there. Also, doesn't yeah. count. No, I don't know I don't why. Know. I don't know the rules of these things. I don't know why this was ever <laughs> offensive. Like, what is it about my hand being here that's offensive? It's because like, you're ramming um, it up their asshole. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought. I thought yeah. it was like up your up your butt. Up yours. Up yours. Like here, yeah. here's the here's my fist. Here's it. Go, this is the asshole <laughs> layer. And it's going right, right, up. right up it. <laughs> this That's is kinda, the asshole layer. <laughs> well, the border or the <laughs> penetration zone. Today we've learned to penetrate the asshole layer with one's fist. Wow. That's what I assume the up yours is all about. Well, what has, did you think it was about? I didn't know. That's the thing. Well, it was just, somebody does this, it just doesn't seem very offensive. Now, if they throw the bird on top of it, either 80s or 70s, yeah. doesn't matter. Just give me a big old bird. I get this because then it's like just added emphasis on the bird. But if it's just right. the arm, it's like, I don't know. what it is. I think even with the bird up, you're still implying it's going up a butt. Has that always been but the like, case? That's I mean, adding uh, like now, the, where now else? not only is the fist going there, but the finger is up. Mm. Where else is the up yours going? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, up your like, what? Someone's exactly. Up your, if they say you up know, yours, nostril? 
up yeah. your nose with a rubber hose. Yeah. yeah, that's true. They don't mean the river. They don't mean other things you can go up. They mean your butt. So, yeah, yeah I think you're right. It's butt stuff. Everything, it's butt stuff. comes back to butt stuff. Sorry, Every time. Guys. Even old stuff like this. This is an old concept, this flipping off thing. And I think the arm one came from Europe, came from Britain, this yeah. thing. Uh, maybe. I could be wrong on that. But if it did, that means it probably pro- proliferated over on top to Canada uh, and then came down to us. That's what I Something think. like that. Yeah. Something like that. But all I know is, like a lot of insults, the, the person saying it's the one that's losing. That's true. Because if it's up your butt, it, then you've just got a shitty arm. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> like, big insult. <laughs> but you can't wait for all my shit to be all over your arm. I awesome. never thought of cool it that insult. way. I mean, it's one cool thing. Cool insult, dude. It's really unfortunate and painful that you're receiving it. But it's almost worse that I have to walk away with an arm covered in your poopy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, come on. Help yourself to my shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, have fun. Ooh, I'm so insulted. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to be on a future match. Yeah, nope. Guaranteed. <laughs> People are going to start thinking we're doing this on purpose. I swear we're not. We're not, we're not trying to give Jamie material, but it happens. No, no, Speaking of which, we have organic. one of those later. <laughs> We have. <laughs> it's happened organic. It is very organic, but it's ha- we're getting one today. We got a whole thing today, a whole mashup. I'm very excited about it. So stick around. That'll happen later in the show. Don't skip ahead though, because oh, nice. we have lots of fun stuff to talk about, including a quick question I have, John. This will be in particular of interest to you because you've got a little three year old. Congratulations on yep. his birthday and all that. Thank you. Um, all right. So the kids, uh, the little ones, are over today. Van's five. Uh, Phoebe's year and some months and they went to mcdonald's and they got happy meals with kim and they brought him back and in the happy meals were sonic toys little sonic the hedgehog toys i assume to promote one of these feels like 10 sonic games that are all coming out and what they're doing right now there's something going on with like they announced a bunch of them at the last I got one yesterday, and I got a dumb Nerf toy that my son was not interested in at all. Yeah. Like, I don't want and these suck because there's Sonic with the red blur feet, but the blur feet are oh, plastic. Yeah. It's a plastic blur. That's retro, man. I got one of those back in the day. I don't like it. I have like an old version Sonic one of those with the red like infinity sign for feet. There you go. Sideways infinity yeah. sign. Exactly. <laughs> the yeah. infinity sign for fast tennis shoes. Um, yeah. anyway, so he's playing with him and stuff. And I said, what's this? And he goes, this is Sonic. I said, yeah. And so I decided to ask, I said, I decided to, to dig up some old hatchets that have been long buried. Uh-huh. Um, and given his context of That's knowledge about idea. Sonic and Mario, I said, well, who do you like more? Do you like Sonic or more or Mario more? And I, I didn't know what to expect. I, you know, he doesn't understand the Genesis SNES fight. He doesn't know what any of that was. Right. He doesn't know there's a civil war happening no. right now. He didn't know there was blast processing or <laughs> he didn't know he was born into a, a world of tribalism and wars no. between which video game character is better. Yeah. It may have gone somewhat cold, but it's still a war, you know. And I didn't want to freak him out or anything, but I said, Who do you like better? And he sat there and he thought about it. And Phoebe's too little. She's like a year, she can't answer this. But he looks at me and he goes, Mario. And I go, Oh. I said, Why? And he goes, I like his movie better. Yeah. That's as simple as that to him. It's got to be what it comes down to, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not really playing. He's got some Mario games. He'll play Mario Kart and stuff. But as far as I know, that's the limit of his access to the video game side of it. So he's basing it purely on 
Universal Studios has this really great Mario movie in his eyes. And whoever was the Paramount or whoever did the other one, yeah, it is Paramount, uh, did the Sonic movies. Those are okay, but they're not Mario, you know? So I think the battle continues and it, and it continues kind of like it used to, which was like Sonic tries real hard, but Mario wins in the end. At that age, they also know. cheaped out on animating all of it. I remember liking animation more than real life, like live action stuff. As a kid, age. yeah, same. Yeah, because yeah, like when I was growing up, I grew up in the, you know, right in the thick of it. It wasn't a Cold War for me. Yeah. I, was, I was born into it. And, uh, you know, you, you compared them. It was like, well, which which games do you play? And I was a sucker for the like, uh, you know, Sega does what Nintendo don't. Yep. So like Sonic seemed cool. And while I lo- I still love the uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show with the greatest voice actor to ever voice Mario, Captain Lou Albano, yeah. you know, back when he talked like, hey, Paisano's Mario here. Like, that was a real Mario right there. Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, I liked that show a lot, but it also, you know, it wasn't on all the time. And you know what was on all the time was the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon where he was always eating chili dogs. And uh, he, he was voiced by Urkel, <laughs> and he, that seemed cooler to me. It was really, which as an by... adult is kind of yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. Urkel that at was all. the voice of Sonic for a time. Is this it? Oh no, this is this is that opening. That's, that's Mario. Scott. Yeah, that's the Mario thing. Sorry, I thought I had, I had the right one, but no, I didn't know that Urkel ever did that. That's a crazy thing for Urkel to do. Yeah, it was it was a voice of Sonic, and that seemed really cool to me. So I was uh, I was a Sonic kid growing up as far as who was cooler. Like one was a fast, spiky hedgehog. The other was a fat plumber. Like <laughs> I liked them both. But like there's definitely one was cooler than the other as a kid. Yeah. So maybe he's weird and that he thinks Mario's cooler. But maybe because but no, the- like that's the thing is if I was born, if I was his age it, like this, what's Sonic doing? He's running around with live action people doing boring live action things. Mario's having grand animated adventures. Like I think the Mario movie could have been better, but I think it was like, I think it was really good what it was. It's a great movie. We put it on all the time. My son likes it. He recognizes Mario. He doesn't recognize Sonic because he's watched the Mario movie. So he sees that and he goes, Mario, he sees Luigi go, Luigi, he does. He kind of doesn't say it very well, but you know he's three. Cut most kids, most slack. kids don't. They, it's hard. <laughs> so he's just like Luigi or whatever he says. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So he knows them, but you show him Sonic the Hedgehog, and he's just like it's crickets because I can't show him the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. No, he's interested when Sonic's on the screen, and then out comes friggin' Cyclops, and he's like. Ugh. Dad, Cyclops is ruining another movie. <laughs> and then he goes off and does something else. Oh, James Marsden's not that bad, but I get where you're, I get your point. He's all right. But he, he doesn't ruin movies. He he makes <laughs> some movies are better with him in them. I think he was very good in um well now. Uh, what was the Disney one? Enchanted. He was fine in that, right? He was the prince. Remember that? He was all right. Don't don't get me convinced because you might be right. He might you might actually be right about this, but he was he's also fine. Good. He's fine. I, it was an unnecessary shot fired at him. I, I apologize. He was good in Westworld too. Yeah, yeah good in Westworld. Uh, that I I haven't seen it yet, but I hear nothing but amazing things from his role playing himself in that Jury Duty series that everybody watched last year that I didn't see. 
But come um, on, let's also be honest. When we saw him in Westworld, we were like, uh-oh. And then we were pleasantly surprised. That's fair. I'll admit that. But, you know, because I was worried <laughs> I, the whole really time. Really search your feelings. That is exactly yeah. how you felt. James Marsden is my Cyclops, though. Yeah. I mean, who uh, yeah. the, the other yeah. guy's not. The new guy's not. I'm, I'm sure whatever they do right. next. I like that. I like that actor too. But James oh, Marsden yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. I forgot there was a new. guy. Wait, who is the new? The guy? new guy's one of these younger dudes. <laughs> the Ready Ready Player One guy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Can't think of his name. I mean, oh yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Yeah. He's all right. He's no like, James yeah. Marsden. He's no James Marsden. Just remember that. <laughs> he's yeah. no James Marsden. That's true. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to say. I don't know who the new one, new new one, will be when they finally get around to kicking that off, but. Uh, We'll have to wait Isn't and see. James Marsden in that ju- jury show that I need to watch? Yeah, the one I was talking about, Jury Duty. It came out last year. It's yeah. on Freebie and Amazon, and apparently I he's great in that. that. Plays himself. I to watch that. Yeah. He plays right, himself, I'm which right, is pretty I'm, cool. I'm writing it down on my calendar. Just I'm sending myself an email. Hang on. I yeah. think the only Stop real the issue <laughs> is anytime you say his name, I think of the main character from Red Dead Redemption, and then I'm disappointed. So it's just a natural disappointment wow. for I me. I understand. I see what you're saying. Well... We've solved my problem. We can't, which is, we can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Van's just got it right. Like Mario's cool, and that Mario movie's, movie's good. great right now. Yeah, so it's fine. And he then he proceeded to keep playing with the Sonic toys. It's not like he I put him off of it or something. He still likes no, them. No, because he understands what we have not figured out, which is you can have both. Yeah, you can have both. Enjoy both, and it's okay to have opinions, and then and then you can all walk away and be okay with it. Maybe his generation solves all this humanity problem we have. Maybe that'll happen. Oh, I'm sorry. Just while, while I'm on the subject of reminding myself of things, um, I heard there's a new Curb season out. Uh, it started. It's I don't out. know if the whole thing's out, but I know it started. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. I didn't know. Sorry, guys. I, I got to go. I got to go watch I didn't, the show. I right didn't, yeah. I didn't see any marketing and I just heard it and I'm like, I'm just making notes. So just remind It's the us. last one too. They are, they are confirming this is the final one. Yeah. yeah. This is it. They're done after this. I mean, Larry's like 105, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love him, yeah. but... There's um, just a part of me that hoped they never really uh, canceled it and just like, you know, or ended it. And it was just that show that could theoretically anytime come back. Yeah, that's true. Even after Larry David's gone, it's still technically not been ended in H- by HBO and it could just come back somehow. Yeah. So it's just the rest of the cast at his funeral going, eh. Oh my gosh. Guess Larry's gone. And then just yeah. like... Whatever the story is, but he like writes it right. Like, is wouldn't there be some special spice missing if he wasn't? Oh, I think no, so. No, I'm not saying they should. I just want to believe it could happen. Oh, okay, I see. Or they would do a season and make us think that was what was going on, but then it was all fake and he did it, and then he comes back. You know what I'm saying? Like they could pull yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. It makes me want to rewatch it all. But if there's a new season, maybe I should just. Watch that and then rewatch it all. I think we'll make you realize how long that show has been on the air in existence than going back to the first episode and going, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> weird. A long time ago. It, can, it it aired two years after Seinfeld ended, yeah. <laughs> which ended in 98. So you're talking like 01 or 2000 or something. And it, it's weird. It says 2000. Yeah, it's weird. It goes, 24 years. Yeah. Long time, man. But there aren't enough. <laughs> there's like barely enough episodes to even equal a season of Seinfeld, I think, or something. Like the episode, the seasons are so short that even though it's 24 years, it's like I don't know a total of. Someone in the chat will know this, but like you know, it's probably 100 episodes or less or something. 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there was a big break between eight and nine of six years. Yeah. But anyway, three it's on. There, there are three of those out right now, both. So you could watch those and then wait for the rest, or you could binge it all when they all come out. No, no, I can wait for the rest. I just, I didn't know. Mm. I, usually marketing does its job and finds its way to my eyeballs, like the Borderlands trailer. Yeah. But not the curb. Yeah. So. Well, that's unfortunate because I'm not so sure about that movie. We'll talk you about that later. Hit by the that's wrong the, things, that's in the news. I, I just dropped a little, like, uh, what do they call that? Uh, a, te- a teaser. Business. A teaser. A tease or just like, um, I don't know. Uh, you chum, you chummed the water. You chummed the water. We're all going to, well, you do, you've done that in your own personal life as well, but today you've chummed the water. <laughs> yeah, I, I laid a shadow. Oh, chums water everywhere. Before. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I chummed oh, water. By the way, they are, it's a lake run joke, but here's, okay. here's what's funny. <laughs> I hate, I usually, I'm so sick of AI generated art that it almost kills me, but somebody in our Discord did AI art generated things for us. And Bose, uh, did you confirm those are AI? Oh, they're totally. Yeah, AI. he said he said as much. Yeah, he yeah. I was I wanted to ask, that. but I wasn't sure if it would be rude if the guy didn't do AI art, and then I was like, "Was that AI?" And it's like that's what you think of my handcrafted drawing. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't want to insult, but I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to like be insulting. I'm relieved that I know now. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, you know yeah. for sure. And I only it's the only AI generated art I've even liked in the last. I don't know, however many months, and I'm scrolling back to find it, and I can't find it. Gosh it's, dang it. It's pretty good. Oh, there's John. John's is really good. Here, chat. I never saw Bo's. I saw yours. You look like a madman. Yeah, it's weird. I don't I know why. You look, look wild. I look like I'm out. Um, Where man, are we, they? We sure get a lot of posts on our Discord, don't we? Yeah, it's making me very aware of how active the conversation's on the Good board. Lord. All right, I'm going to find Bo's, and then I'll share this with the chat so you all can see it. Okay, here we go. So here's Bo's. Uh, number one, that's him just tearing through a lake, naked, beard and, and hair just waving in the wind, and he's wearing a uh, what looks like a quest on his head. I love this. Like this was something I would frame and put on my house. And I hate AR, AI art, but I love this. This is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty epic. What do you got in your beard? There's something in there. I could, I could be in the next Pirates of the Caribbean. I think there's like jewelry. <laughs> Let's take a look here. Okay, it must be jewelry or it's just glitchy AI. AI. Uh, It might be fish chunks, you know, fish eggs, maybe. It's really gross. Anyway, I love that uh, one. I also love, okay, so I don't love mine because it's me, but that's the only reason. I have jorts on, so this is a kind of... Oh, wow. (laughs) They also gave you uh, the least cool expression of the three of us. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's kind of epic except Scott, who looks like he's going into a Tobias stage in his uh, life. Yeah. 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 Playing a a DS, it looks like, or the original 2004 (laughs) DS in my hand. I got... Glasses I never wear, and uh, there's and a bird. Exceptionally weird ass bird I, about yeah, to land the, on you. Yeah, I think that the birds are gonna land on you. Like, uh, it's, a, it's like a two headed bird. Shot. Yeah, two headed bird. My pants are undone. I don't know why that is. This bird's into it. Anyway, yeah, you're letting loose. You know, nothing says letting loose like an undone. Yep. Jorts, but <laughs> and, and then John. I feel like yours is a direct reaction to seeing bows. Yeah, it feels yeah. like it, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we went to the lake. Bo started storming through it in all his VR bearded glory, and that was your reaction while you were busy playing a backwards 
<laughs> 3DS. Yep. John got all the cool shit. Yeah, look at you. You're <laughs> no, all no, anime. I'm just an anime that's on. I'm apparently in the game Scott's playing. Yep. That's where he's I got am. he's got uh, tattoos. He's got katanas. He has one eye different color than the other. His yeah. belt is too long for his. Yeah. Uh, what is going on? Yeah, with I haven't belt. experienced that in a long time. What a great <laughs> feeling that seems and to imply. He's got dragon friends. Also, <laughs> oh, I got dragon friends. Yeah, and you got yep. dragon friends. You got yes. guns for days. You got some well, serious. Scott arms. looks like a homeless guy who found a DS for the first time. Yep. Like, holy shit, this is fun. Yep. <laughs> I will say this, though. One of your katanas is like literally jammed into your hip. It's not like hanging yeah, that's there. That's where it's, I keep it. Yeah. 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 Keep it somewhere. Where else are you going to What do you think's po- what do you think's po- poking out of his crotch? Uh that's the, I don't know what that is. The katana. I don't want to think about it. Uh but yeah, you look cool and the dragons are very cool. So, you know, props to this guy for this. You're even wearing your shirt like a cape. Like, yeah. What what, yeah. what what isn't cool about this image on you? Like <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Da- uh, by the way, Dark Atan is who's been making these and uh, give him a little credit for that. Yeah, for his for fun. his very creative prompts to get that done. Got a cool tattoo. That's nice. Yep. And also a shout out to our chat or to our Discord for being the longest Discord on here. I have to get out of there now. Okay. <laughs> uh well there you go. Let's uh let's get into some of these games we played this week because boy howdy, what a week. Let's start with some shared play. <coughs> you guys, we played Helldivers 2. Do you know why I know? Because this is in my head all day long. I just can't. I can't get enough of it. Um, it's in a lot of people's head. They've been hearing it on loop for a lot, a lot of time. Probably. That's right. I found I found a video um, also. So outside of the game, obviously you hear a ton of the game, but outside of the game, I found a one hour loop of the of the thing, and I've had it on just playing. I know I'll get sick of it one day, but right now I don't. I like it a lot. Anyway, so we played Helldivers. Not logged into the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or when you're at a screen that says uh, servers are full, try again later, and then never let you in no matter what you do. We'll get to all that in a minute. Uh, but Helldivers 2 came out and uh, we've all played it uh, some more than others. I had nothing but terrible luck over the last weekend trying to play, but we did get to play on Tuesday together. That was really cool. Um, except I got a crash in the middle of one of our runs and lost all my progress. So that sucked. But uh, that's part of the story. The game, the game's having some, some growing pains. Uh, it is very popular right now on both PS5 and PC and it's kind of just sort of taken over the co-op uh looter shooter space. Um although I wouldn't really call it a looter shooter. No. No, it's not a looter shooter, four player co-op. No loot. It's yeah. just a four player shooter. co-op shooter. Yeah. Just shooter. Yeah. Um I'll pull up some video of Bo playing. Whoops, why is that get- got audio? Well, I guess John's in there too. I heard me. Yeah, I'm there. Look at me. Yeah, look at that's you. A, that's a, that we did our session on Tuesday where we were all playing. That says hot dropping in. Yep, look at you guys with your hot bullets flying through the sky. Um, yeah, so it's really, really good um, and weird because this is a game where its first game, Helldivers 1, was a dual stick sort of shooter thing that was top down. And you would it was hard. It was known for being really difficult and not very solo friendly and all that stuff. So I guess it shares some of that DNA. But it was kind of unremarkable, if I remember. People people who liked it liked it, but I don't remember it making a huge splash at all. Um, this thing, though, like we're talking like 2024's biggest bona fide monster hit outside of Pal World, maybe. 
Um, yeah, it, it certainly feels this one has more critical acclaim. Pal World had a number of controversies attached to it, which were overblown, but yeah, it was definitely a hype beast. Like you, you could look at Pal World and say like it's very hypey. Um, this, I think, people the reaction universally has been, I don't know, another shooter game, co-op, whatever. And then people getting in and being like, oh, this is really good ice cream. Holy shit. Yeah, really like, good. Just, like, the Pokemon with guns kind of sells itself. This doesn't... You don't hear the pitch for this and go like, oh, I have to play that. And that's why I even stayed out of it. The only reason I played it was because you guys were all asking, and I'm like, I'll take the bullet on this one. I'll buy it and see what's up. And then when I got in, I was like, holy shit. So it's, it's really great in here. Mm. And I think that word's really getting out. And it's a shame that they're having server issues because who knows how much this could have really sold. Like, clearly they met their sales expectations because they don't have the servers to hold more, yeah. <laughs> more purchases. But this thing's like, uh, as word of mouth spread about how awesome it is, it's certainly, I think, going to do really well this year. Yeah. And for those, those at home are like, I haven't paid attention. What is this game? Well, if you think about what you maybe remember about um, Starship Troopers back in 1997 or six, whatever it was, uh, it's it's kind of that vibe. It's giant bugs for a lot of it, um, and you fighting them in a kind of very rah rah sort of let's spread democracy across the universe kind of way. Game's very tongue in cheek, um, very funny in that regard. It really nails that aesthetic as far as I'm concerned. Like that, just that whole vibe of we're going, we're going under the banners of freedom. And just like this, this silly frosting on this cake really works for it. Um, and I don't even think that movie needs to exist for it to work. I think it just works on its own, but it doesn't hurt that it's pretty referential to that. Yeah. That whole yeah, vibe. They definitely lean into it. Even that music you played, if you go watch clips from Starship Troopers, it, it sounds like that. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. There's clearly some inspiration here. There'd have to be, I haven't read any interviews with the devs. Most of the devs, like I, I like to f- do follow up stuff on popular games to see what the devs are saying about their success or what their plans are, or whatever. Most of the conversation's been, well, we're just working on back end server shit. And uh, if you haven't bought the game yet, you know what? Go out and take a walk, touch some grass or something, because yeah. things are kind of after right now. And <laughs> like JK, everyone, it's early access. We forgot to put the label yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does feel that way a little bit. I mean, the thing is, though, yeah. when you get in there, the actual game, like the shooting, the movement, the traversal, the everything, all the mechanics, that all feels great. I'm not having any issues in there. Like that stuff doesn't feel like a game that isn't working. It only feels like that when the servers are down or super bogged and I can't get in them or I get kicked out in the middle of a match. But the actual gameplay when you're playing, this is a badass mother effing game. It's so good. Uh, they've and they've held back in areas that are good. Like one thing I really appreciate in this game is you can't jump. Like you can dive, but when you you know most video games are like here's a 300 pound uh, set of space armor. Oh, and by the way, you can jump as much as you want. You can defy gravity. Cool, cool, cool. This game's like nope. You're wearing armor. You don't get to jump. You can dive on the ground and crawl around and try to escape. But uh, unless you have rockets, uh, you are not jumping. Yeah. And it's like little decisions like that about, um, it's not, not a realistic game, but like those decisions to make like some things harder, like Friendly Fire is an example of making the game harder than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. It's important for the tone and feel and experience of the game. Yeah. First, so, my uh, first death in the game was my first game in uh, playing it. I got in there with randos. You guys weren't around when I got in. Uh, when I finally caved and bought it and I went through that tutorial and the tutorial is so rah, rah and ridiculous. And that guy going, mm-hmm. you're one of the greatest soldiers we've seen. 
Come do this and blah, blah, blah. My goodness, soldier, you push those buttons better than any other recruit I've ever seen. Exactly. Like it's this, and it does give you this feeling of like, well, I'm pretty cool then. Let's go. And then I go, shoom, and I hit the planet, my bullet, it explodes, I pop out of it. A bug happened to be right there, killed me instantly. And it was one of the funniest freaking moments in games I've had in years because, and I wish I could have captured it, I didn't think to, and I wasn't streaming it, but it was this moment of like, kind of like Starship Troopers where it was like you're doing all this rah-rah training and then once you get out there you're effed you know because yeah, these you're, bugs you're just are, fodder in the meat grinder basically yeah you know, and you feel that immediately and then you're like well shit okay I'm coming back what do I do now and then you and then you start to get the ropes you start to understand it and you know things like so these stuff I hate in games normally limited ammo hate it uh, friendly fire usually hate it <clears throat> Not when I reload um whatever was left in the clip gets thrown away. Usually mm-hmm. I don't like that. These are, these are adherences to realism that I'm not that big of a fan of when I'm playing games, trying to have fun. This features all of that bullshit and is better. Be- John and I were talking pre-show better because of it. It's a better game that I'm throwing away half my, my ammo without meaning to, um, or that well, I, I hit you, you by accident you, or whatever. You don't uncomfortably run out because there's so many, especially in a four player game, there's call downs. And st- like you have other options. Usually in a shooter, you're like, I'm out of shooting for my gun. What can I do? In this right. game, you can be like, call down resupply. Right. Um, I'll call down an orbital strike. Like I'm out of ammo. To- <laughs> I'm just, I'll just use the orbital strikes. So I'll just throw, like there's other options to kind of keep you going. And you can pick up tons of weapons in the levels too. So. Even though, like, running out, the running out tension is more like in combat when you run out, you're like, oh shit. But I find there are ways to get yourself back in the, you know, back in the fight. Well, it's it's one of those things where it's it's intelligently crafted, and I I think to me that is the that's the hallmark of a game that's doing an amazing job versus a game that's that's maybe struggling a little bit is. If you are able to put something in that challenges the player, that is, you know, traditionally something that a player might turn around and go, I don't like this. And like Scott said, I hate friendly fire. Yeah. When I heard there was friendly fire on this game, I was like, oh, I guess I'm Helldivers is not a game I'm playing. Yeah. Like it's normally a absolute no go for me. Um, this game does everything in the right ratio, in the right way. To where it comes out the other side stronger for the things that it has in it. And that's on all sides. Yeah. And and that's what's so special about this video game in general. Is that on paper there's plenty of things that you look at and you go, I don't know about that decision. I don't know about that decision. But when it's executed so well, all of a sudden you you play it and you're just like, oh, this all comes together really well. There are tons of different ways to get ammo for your guns to make sure you're not out of ammo. But it's also just scarce enough to where you do run out of ammo in firefights. You do have tense moments where you haven't reloaded a gun and you need to when things are bearing down on you. Like all of these things are very real things that happen in the video game. And they've just managed to balance it in such a right way that you get the benefits and you don't get the hassles very often. I've maybe one time 
been frustrated and that was just because my teammates were being a little too generous with the resupplies without notifying me mm. <laughs> and i i literally ran out of everything yeah but even then i died shortly thereafter because i didn't have a good way of fighting and guess what when i came back down i had full ammo yeah so it's not that these things are insurmountable they've just found a way to give you all the like benefits you would say from having a system like this in and keeping the detriments minimal and it's a really really effective yeah it doesn't did. it's it's a weird mix of this is why i think i feel like it's unique in this in this space sort of and when i say space i mean like co-op shooters in that it doesn't feel like they're just punishing me to be punishing it feels like it's punishing only to the point that i have to adjust and then that adjustment is fun because the adjustment might be call down an airstrike because I'm all out of bullets or use this pistol, double tap and be on the ground shooting between my legs like a psycho. And it's very cinematic and crazy, right? Like, and if you die, well, you died. It's okay. The, the death, death is, there is a limitation. You can't call down infinite, uh, what do they call it? Not resupplies, uh, infinite, uh, what happens when your teammate does? Uh, what do you call like um, reinforcements. Reinforcements. Like Thank Reinforce, you. Yeah. They don't have infinite reinforcements in the game, and I wouldn't want it to. But there are enough there. Well, that's what it's just exactly what John is saying. It's like they don't leave you. They don't make you feel screwed, even though you may have just done something that is kind of screwed in its own context. But the larger context of the game gives you options. It's going to let you jump again after a cooldown. It's going to pull you up to a little place that used to be some sort of outpost. And in there are a bunch of weapons and ammo and even a gun that you never had before. And you get to try it for the first time. Like there's lots of that crap going on and it's kind of, I don't know what the word is. It's kind of magical the way it works and works. It's really intelligent. And like, I I really appreciate the effort that went into it because it it is one of those thoughts where it's like, it's that, you know, figuring it out, giving players the right tools, not necessarily the tools that a player would ask for, but the tools they should use um, to, to do things. And I'll tell you the other thing that this game really does. I've been thinking about this a lot because we played and I don't want to turn this into an either or. I think both these games have merits, but I want to compare just so we have a contrast here. Um, we played Dark Tide recently. Yep. I thought Dark Tide has really improved and become a game like before I, the year it came out. It was on my top, you know, things of the year for biggest disappointment. Yeah. Um, now it's a game I would actually recommend people play. Yeah. And uh, I feel strongly about that. I think it's really good. But I look at Dark Tide and I go as fun as as good a time as I had in that as much fun as I had. Why do I not feel the same way about Dark Tide that I do about Helldivers 2? And it made me recognize what Helldivers 2 does so well, which is it creates unique moments to itself that you want to talk about and laugh about and have fun with with your friends. That's never really happened for me in Dark Tide. It's like, yeah, I went and I hit stuff with a shovel. I get, I tend to get more excited about, oh, I got a really cool piece of loot. I got a really cool piece of armor, this cool thing dropped or, you know, stuff like that. But very rarely did I get done with a match and feel like I had stories to tell with you guys. It was like, hey, guys, remember when we shot a bunch of zombies? Yeah, that's cool. Like, that's about (laughs) where it goes. The restrictions that they put on Helldivers 2 is enough to where you come out of situations and you've got these unique stories to tell, even though they're not, you know, they're not the greatest stories in the world. But 
you guys yesterday were making jokes about the way I drop mines and how <laughs> liberal I am with explosives uh -huh. and all that. Yeah. And Kyle and I had never played together. And I was like, guys, you're going to you're going to scare Kyle away from playing with me because mm. you're making it sound like I intentionally blow up my friends. Well, sure enough, later that night, Kyle and I played together and we got into a match where we were just way being outperformed by the computer. We were going to lose and it was a pretty much a guaranteed we were going to lose. But maybe one or more of us would extract and we could at least get we could get out of there. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what we could get. And it came down to Kyle. He was the last person left. We had no reinforcements. The ship had left. It was just a case of he just needed to wait for the Pelican to land and get on the ship. And he's dodging and running and he takes a couple hits and he keeps going and we're rooting for him. And it's 12 seconds to land. Ten nine kyle's starting to make his way over there he's running and he stepped on a mine that i set <laughs> in the match yeah. and that was the end of the match and i went no was garrett, it was, was garrett from, pretty happy about it that? was from me no garrett wasn't here on this one this was, oh, okay. I was like no it was me that did it yeah i was the problem yeah. no yeah but that's but a story that's, and it's fun and nobody's mad like yeah, we laughed about it. We talked about it. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it was my mind that did it. Yeah. And that's just one match. You know, that's one match, one story. And I feel like stories like that, similar, you know, uh, crazy things like that come out of every drop. I mean, there was us discovering we can't swim in the game. That yeah. was fun. Like the uh, just the weird stuff that happens in this game. It creates moments that you want to talk about and laugh about, which immediately makes you want to go back into it. And just that's what you need in a game where you're going to constantly keep playing uh, match after match after match. You need these moments that feel unique and interesting. Yeah, mm. this game does. Oh, it. The, yeah, go ahead. By the way, I can confirm that uh, you can kill people with your drop pod like your teammates. Oh, I did it. I oh, you did it. It finally, it finally <laughs> happened. <laughs> I've been trying to I was, do it. I was it. with randos. Yeah. And, and somebody rezzed me and I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah. And I landed on a guy and just uh, the text chat was bro. <laughs> 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 uh, and then, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to pretend nothing happened. I just picked up my equipment and moved along <laughs> and someone rezzed him. And I was like, that's incredible. Doo -doo -doo dude i absolutely so love hearing can, that you can kill enemies we knew that but you could also kill teammates just it's hilarious yeah i usually aim for a bug but i maybe one of these times if i'm with a rando i don't like i'll we'll see how that lands on him yeah. but it's uh it's crazy I, this got me to thinking kind of going back in history a little bit this is uh the developer is called arrow arrowhead game studios and they are based in where are they stock they're in stockholm sweden currently anyway about 100 people is all all right, so it's not a big studio by by you know most measurements. Their first game was Magicka in 2011, a game I played, still have on Steam somewhere, and it had the same like the the call down mechanics of calling down airstrikes, calling down reinforcements, all that stuff. This game Magicka had that in kind of a fetal form, mm -hmm. but it was very similar to that. You had to do key combinations with your keyboard, put them in rapidly to get the spell combinations you wanted. So it might be a little fire, a little ice, a little whatever. And it would do this crazy spell effect, and it might be the best way to take out your enemy. And it was very strategy focused. This feels like we're watching a dev team that has only ever really wanted to do that and just be better at it every time they try. Because this game features the same kind of vibe when it comes to that mechanic. 
It feels uniquely theirs. Nobody else really does this. And it's and it also produces results like I remember feeling with Magicka, like, holy shit, what did I just do with fire, water, and ice all at the same time? And, and in this one, it's more like, well, how did a nuke, uh, two drop pods, and my other guy die in this explosion that John created by his mind? It's like, it's this insane combination of things happening in real time that just provide some of the most intense gameplay I've ever experienced in my freaking life. Um, and I mean that in a very good way. This, the game does not stress me out. Um, some games like this do. This does not. This makes me want to get in again and play again. And it's like good stress, good tension. Yeah, good like, tension. It's always the tension when uh, we. John and I have played a couple times where the, the randos have burned through our reinforces, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Okay, we got two reinforces. We just got to do the main mission now, <laughs> and we got to try not to die, and we got to try to be disciplined and like take things seriously." Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, and that that tension does ramp up when you're low on reinforces and you know you can fail the mission. Yeah. Um, but it's not a it's not a bad tension for yeah. sure. And I don't know I if think, their um, their association with Sony is responsible for this or why this is the case, but it's also one of the most graphically impressive games I've seen in a couple of years. And I think part of it is it's not like this engine's pumping out more polygons or anything. It's I think what's happening here is there's a marriage of aesthetic, uh, the, the game's vibe to start with about kind of the setting of it all so and where who you are in this world and what you're supposed to be this- doing. I had this in the news, but I might as well just bring it up now. It's of interest. Um, so the, this engine is the Autodesk Stingray, which was discontinued in 2018. Mm. Um, the only other developer with a game released after the closure of Autodesk Stingray, because it's, no, it's a deprecated engine, is Darktide. <laughs> apparently both companies are... Um, Wow. Apparently, both companies might have like relationships with the people over at, at Autodesk or the developers of the engine before it closed down. So like... Um, they're using like this isn't like this engine is not like Unreal and it's not uh, uh, it's not even being fully supported yeah it sounds like they had to fork it so all their their workers know how to are experts with that that particular engine and their whole company is built on a now deprecated (laughs) engine that they're still releasing these games which is also impressive yeah and I think there's like some connective tissue between the two companies which I'm like okay but this game the it's the fog like a lot of games have fog. This game, ha- the fog is a mechanic. Yeah, big time. John and I spent like 30 minutes struggling on a level that we couldn't, <laughs> our visibility was like a meter ahead of us. And we're like, and there were five crushers and we were still learning how to defeat them. I feel like I've gotten better at them. But at the time we did that mission, I'm just like, how do we kill them? This mission will never end. We can never stop the onslaught of bugs. And then finally we learned, because the game doesn't explain these things to you, or it does, or you you, you can't pay attention because you're too busy killing aliens or spreading democracy. Um, (laughs) There are giant mushrooms that spew fog. Yeah. And if you blow up the mushrooms, the fog goes away. And it took us like <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes to finally be like, oh, wait a second. We could have made our lives a lot easier. Well, even in the, the video mushroom. we're watching now when we were playing together, I'm in this group here. Uh, we had a fog thing late in the game, and you pointed out one of these spore generating mushroom things, killed it, but then yeah. it was still foggy. So the game, the game's never like, oh, you killed the one mushroom, you're good. Yeah. Sometimes there's more, sometimes there's less. Like, and you've been on mostly vanilla planets. There are Mad Max desert planets. There are moon-like planets. And there's even um, arid, like hot, jungly, rains all the time planets where there's wind and rain and it's hard as shit to see. Not because of fog, but because of rain. Yeah. And like it actually emulates muddy rain shit. And so that's another thing that this this game 
Uh, I hope they have like more up their sleeve because on the map, it looks like there's a zone for another alien race to come in. Maybe a couple. But also, all the planets are selectable and have a liberated tag, which means like how many environments are in this game. Yeah. I feel like I've only played on six to eight planets and all the environments are diverse. Like, and they're not just, oh, it's a different set of colors to look at. Every planet seems to have mechanics. Like, um, there are, I'm trying to get this bug to hug me and he's running away from me. Oh, I remember this. He wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so there, 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 there were, there are plants. There are things you can step on that slow you down. Big fart plants that like, if you step on it, it makes a cloud of fart and you can't see anything like, like there's all kinds of mechanics relating to the environment, climate, and weather that they've taken the time to do, and um, I really appreciate. It's it's hard to undersell. What makes this game good is the amount of time they spent ironing out the little details. Where most shooters are like, okay, we got to get the guns. They need healing packs. We need to make enemies, and the level is just you know the level. Like you just go through the level, mm-hmm. and this is like yeah, but level's more than a level. It's a planet. What kind of plants does it have on it? What kind of geometry does it have? Lakes, because our soldiers are going to drown in lakes. Don't we? We learned that I think in that mission you were showing too. <laughs> all three teammates went swimming and died. Well, one of them died. I was hoping all three would die. Me make them funny because you knew, right? You knew before they went in the water they were going to die. Yeah, yeah, I knew. But I was like, I'll let them go swim. Uh, let you guys test it out. Maybe I'm wrong. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. And, and yeah. John, I was the John, only one who yeah. died because I jetpacked out into the water. So everybody else got a hey, stop trying to swim. You don't swim. You got to you got to get back where you can walk. And I, everybody else just took a few steps back, but I was out in the middle of the lake. I didn't make it in time. Yeah. And remember these jet, these jet packs are not constant like flight packs. They are like a burst of energy that can get you up a little bit or take you a little distance, but then you land and now you wait for that little bar on the back of your thing to go up. So John lost all his gear, including the jet pack out there, your guns, you had everything you had is out there floating back. Oh, that's true. I waited back out and got the samples, but yeah. And so that's a whole another touch I like. If you're a soldier with a bunch of armor, you can't swim. There's no swimming. Yeah, why (laughs) just heavy? You're gonna die. You can't swim in plate mail. Try it. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're really strong, but even then, I don't know. Yeah. So the other thing I want to say because I just saw another one. The I've never seen cooler explosions in a video game ever. And I mean that are really good. And I've seen a lot shock waves and stuff like that, that come off of them. That big nuke you fire off and then you wait for the thing to hit and then you wait for the shock wave and all that. It's amazing. It's a brave choice. It's, it's a really a brave choice because in the, even planet side, I got orbital strikes, which is friendly fire capable on a, I want to say three hour cooldown. Yeah. You know, and like, most games that have orbital strike like features, whether they're PvP or not, are like these are really special. You can't have them a lot. Mm-hmm. Although, like a dragon gives you an orbital strike that you can use like every round, but um, this game's just like, yeah, sure. Here's the orbital. Here's the orbital strike mechanic. Uh, four minute cooldown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, and you can equip four of them, so you can use one a minute. Like just, and then there's four players, so you get one orbital strike every thirty seconds. You know. It's it's fun. They're just like we know orbital strikes are fun. Let's give them to you and let's make them beautiful and rain destruction down. Yeah, I think it's that's part of the satire, the satire of American ac- excess, mm-hmm. right? That every Military soldier excess, yeah. Every soldier has its own star destroyer, like burning ten times. Yeah, the fuel even unit. though they all launch from <laughs> it's one. A, yeah, yeah it's they a sp- it, they're space SUVs basically. They're yeah. just like here, you're a soldier in this army, but you get your own star destroyer. Um. 
And like it's it's the humor is reflected in the planet because when you go to different parts of the planet, you'll fly to that area and you can see how like the place is littered with eight hundred star destroyers in the sky. It's yep. just like, could we not have taken one ship? Like, wouldn't that have been more environmentally friendly to the universe mm-hmm. to just take one ship to the uh, theater of operations? Nope, everyone got their own SUV. Mm-hmm. And I think the explosions are that American like. Uh, yeah, why would we shoot one napalm strike when we could shoot a hundred napalm strikes and it would look way cooler, you know, like so. Yeah, it's the, it's the uh, shock and awe thing, right? And they spare yeah, no yeah. expense in that department, even things like auto cannons. I mean, they just about put me into a seizure, this one I was standing next to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're showing one right now. It's just and it's so bright and so like reflected in the world and the meat, the meaty sounds of it all and the impact. There's a feeling in the screen when a strike happens where the screen kind of doesn't shake like a regular video game. It's more like a, like it's a, like a game, right? yeah. And it just feels mm. dangerous and scary and intense. And there's nothing. I've never played a game that had that kind of pyrotechnics to it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sight to behold. Like even just seeing, um, we haven't even seen the nukes yet. Yeah, there are like what are they called? Slow boys or something like that. They're basically ones you have to punch codes into and then run away. Yeah, John tried shooting it, I think, while I was arming it. Oh, the hell bombs! Hell yeah, bombs! Yeah, hell bombs! Hell yeah. bombs they, are great. Yeah. yeah, they are make massive explosions. It was I put, funny. I, put, as I don't shit, know. If though. We saw the talk about this last week. I posted a meme of one that happened in one of my games with John. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. In there. <laughs> that was pretty good. The other night, what you you guys forgot that you have to place it, and then you got to go do the code. So Bo places that are John did or something, which is just throw a grenade marker. Right. And and then somebody goes, get out of here. Go. We got to get the F out of here. And everyone's running like crazy. And then we realize nothing's happening. This thing's not exploding. Oh shit. Someone has to go do the code. So then somebody goes back, does the code. And then it's the most insane, you know, earth shattering explosion. Oh yeah. We did see one. Yeah. We did one in that mission. Yeah. That was pretty great. That was pretty great. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's a it's hell of a thing. What a winner. What a winner of a game. Like, honestly, I'm just, I'm rooting for it. And you know what? It's been a little while. Like, I've liked a lot of games. We talk about games every week. Yeah. This game is one where I'm just, like, thinking about it constantly. I want to play it constantly. And I just, I don't know, just very, like, John, you guys said last week, you know, Bo likes a game when he's getting all into it and yeah. role-playing and shit. But yeah. Yeah, when you start just, to see all your avatars and all your social accounts change to be part of the game you're playing and <laughs> yeah. your voice. You just, create a character just, for it. I love it. So good. So good. Love yeah. This game. It really is Don't something. Don't love it solo, but matchmaking's gotten better. So Definitely. Yeah, they, they put the matchmaking back in. I feel like there was a period of time where it doesn't, but now if uh, yeah, now if you do quick play, you, you will probably get a match. Yeah. For a uh, while there, you couldn't, if you turned off cross-play, you had a better chance of getting in, which makes no sense because you'd think more players meant more easy to get in but there was a problem with that they've apparently fixed that so it's a work in progress in some of those ways but it's you know once you get in like i said it's a there's never a point one of those things if you want a perfect gameplay experience don't get the game right now like they're figuring server stuff out but like you know sometimes you see a game come out and you go how are they going to fix this you know like it's got too many problems and sometimes against all odds they get fixed. This is a game where the biggest problem are fixable problems. Like it's server issues. It's, you know, not being able to get in the game. It's just, it was disconnects and crashes and stuff like that. It's not the game isn't fun. Um, And one other thing we didn't talk about, this is a game that has some monetization in it. It has one of the most like 
generous monetization structures I've ever seen. You know, usually you you get in, you see the currency page, and it's, you know, start at $5 and work your way to $100 best value. Uh, this game's currency maxes out at $20 best value. Um, and that $20, uh, their store right now, at least, you know, the time of recording, their store is four items that rotate every two days. And for $20, uh, I have been able to buy, if I want, all four items uh, for at least the past three transitions without having to spend more money. Yeah. I could completely clear out the store and not have to throw more money at it. It is incredibly generous with what they give. Again, your own, you know, don't go spending money you don't have. (laughs) But it also doesn't feel necessary. Like, nothing in there has felt like, oh, God, I have to get that. Like. Mm -hmm. It's just some different style armors and stuff like that. If you kind of want to get away from the current aesthetic quickly, it's a good way to do it. But, um, you know, it's a it's a game that really, again, respects your time, respects your money. The only reason I bought in was because I was a fan of the game. I like supporting games that um, I feel deserve the support, and I felt like this game did. So um, I'm I'm blown away by the things this game does and how well it has excelled at, at virtually every aspect, you know, connection issues aside. Yeah. And it's got, uh, there's a litany of things that it does so well that I really hope other games pick up on, you know, there's things, there's things happening in this game that I wish just were straight up in dark tide and could be in dark tide. It's a different game. It's a different kind of shooter, but I still think there are things about it that a lot of things could learn. And the deployment system alone is worth copying. Maybe not exactly the way they've done it, but <laughs> just giving that kind of variety to what you're doing. And that gets more interesting the more you unlock, right? The, the, the level grind is not quick, but when you unlock additional slots and additional abilities and you pay for those abilities, now you can slot them in each time you go down. You can be very strategic about what you're taking with you. That just adds so much replay value to the game and changes every run. I don't even know if the levels are procedural. I assume they are because I never know where the hell I'm going, but it almost doesn't matter. If these are all handcrafted, no, it doesn't matter th- because it's so chaotic. I think there's I think they're like procedurally generated. I, I never I, I've played 50 missions. I got the achievement for it. Um it never feels like I drop in the map and I go, "Oh, it's this map. I know where I'm going." I'm always looking at my map and going, you know, I think they drop it in spots. Yeah. Like a Diablo map. So the only yeah. complaint I have, I have one complaint, and it's nothing about connectivity because that stuff works itself over time. They need to fix that robot mission. That thing is effed. Uh, that one they that have. We were, they have already. The one we were on the other day because that I, freaking I did sucked. It, I did, can yeah. confirm I did an escort with some teammates, and um, it was, yeah, we were not overrun. Okay. Although I will say, I, last night, um, the mission I was talking about with Kyle on the mine yeah. was one of those missions. <laughs> yeah, it was on a higher, I think it might have been on challenge difficulty <clears throat> six, though. And we had a full squad of people and we got massacred. Mm. It felt like we six didn't have tough. an opportunity to do a damn thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, we weren't, we weren't on comms. We weren't as coordinated as we could have been. So it, it could have been better. But um, that was, re- that felt like how, it used to feel back before they fixed it. So mm-hmm. uh, higher difficulties might still be a little rough, but yeah, I have, I've seen evidence that suggests they fixed that mission. Yeah. They're- yeah. The, the issue was the overwhelming numbers because I played that on difficulty level three and got 
like yeah. getting your ass handed to you. Like just they never stopped. The bot drops never stopped. Every it's just they just constantly were dropping. Like and I think it was bugged personally. Yeah, that's that didn't seem like it was because it doesn't it wasn't consistent with the rest of the game. That felt yeah. off. three of nine should not be that difficult. It's not that they were difficult. It's just that they were endless. It was just I kill one and three more taking their place. Like I can't. Yeah. And any issues like that this. in this game are either bugs or they're just tuning issues. And I'm not worried about that. Uh, you know, they seem to be very good at it to start with. But um, the other thing I was going to mention about that was something about something. What was it? I forgot. Damn it. I totally spaced what I was going to say. Anyway, that game rocks is what we're saying. All right. Go play Helldivers yeah. too. Or like John said, if you're worried about these connection issues, that'll, that'll suss itself out. But just know. You're gonna oh, and the other thing is the damn price. I cannot believe this game is only thirty nine dollars for real. Like <laughs> that's cheap for a game like yeah. this. And I don't. And this is Sony back in the whole thing, and they're publishing on both PlayStation and um and PC. The first time they've done this for crossplay, by the way. So it's kind of a big deal. And I didn't know this. Helldivers One was the very first Sony published game on Windows that they didn't buy already. Meaning like. Back in the day when they bought up the EverQuest Studios and all that, those are things. Those are you know already owned things, so they bought those and, and acquired them. It's the first time they published a Windows game back in 2015. Was this, and this is them doing it again. It features full crossplay. Like the future is really bright on this game if they can just get over these little humps. And the yeah. word yesterday was that Sony people were going over there. They're collaborating with everybody over at arrowhead to fix some of this network stuff so i tried to log in granted it was not the dreaded dad hour which is you know in the evening where i sit for the longest time um but i i tried a little like right before the show which is people are home people are playing and i got in instantly Mm. like it was it was immediate that's good. So uh, they have implemented an AFK kicker. That was one thing people were doing is they were just sitting AFK. Um, there is now you will get kicked if you are AFKing on your ship. So that might also be carrying a lot of the weight too. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it except I can't wait to play more of it. Um, if anything, my schedule has been the worst for it because every time I tried to play, I couldn't get in except for Tuesday with you guys. And a couple other times here and there. But for the most part, it was an eternal wait. And I have this other game I've been playing while I'm waiting. And I'll often run the two games at once. So it's back there and I can see it. And it just kept resetting that counter, resetting that counter. Um, there was a not an exploit, but a, I guess, bug where, I don't know what you'd call it. But there was a way if John got in, um, for example, and then, and then Bo and I want to join. In fact, I think we kind of did this Tuesday. If one of you is in and the other two can't get in, he can invite us and we'll get in. We'll bypass the load screen or the sit there and wait screen. Um, I'm sure that stuff will improve too, but it's cool. And it's making a big old hole in the world. And throwing a grenade in it to seal it. Even those those freaking, your stupid um, grenade or your, uh, I guess they're grenades. They're your landmines. That bomb, that ability. It lays all these little red things out there. Now, in your average game, it makes sense. You see a red thing, don't walk on it. No big deal. You just avoid it. This game (laughs) had this like chain reaction crap going on with John's carpet bombing, 
where one little bug would trigger one, it would be so close to another one that it would trigger, and pretty soon it's domino affecting my direction. <laughs> you got to get the F out of there. Like, it's so it's a magical difference between this and your usual use of these tropes, right? It's like, yeah, our, our, our theory, um, clear, like, if you need to clear out uh, a minefield, that probably orbital striking is your best bet onto the minefield that will help clear the mines the best. Yeah. Which is a great idea. That seems like a good idea. You might have to do that because I let me tell you, the animation for deploying mines is top notch. Yeah. And the look of things going through your minefield, also top notch. I'm not getting rid of that ability. <laughs> no. Like if you've ever seen those glitter bomb YouTube videos where the glitter comes out and just sprays in an arc mm -hmm. out. That's exactly how it deploys mines in this game and is the most satisfying thing to watch. I've gotten attacked from behind by bugs because I was caught watching my own mines deploy so many times. <laughs> mm -hmm. It just looks amazing. This thing just lands and then just and it just instantly fields an entire like minefield. And then as soon as things start running into it, oh, it's so satisfying. Yeah. I'm never going to give up the mines. Yeah, the They're attention to detail to is deploy. wild. Yeah, it's absolutely wild how much detail you there is. You can technically run through them without blowing yourself up if you're careful. Just got to be don't careful, yeah. Yeah, um, if bugs are chasing you, make sure you got a lot of distance between you and the bugs. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say earlier that I couldn't think of. I love in the robot mission, even though we were having trouble with that one. I like the robot missions for a couple of reasons. It feels like a Terminator movie, and I like that. But also, going them when they're in their little ATSTs, they look like Star Wars two two-legged walkers. There's a robot piloting it, and the front end of that thing is all armor. So unless you got ways to pierce it, it's going to take forever to, to knock them down. So unlike most games where a, a creature will just be a bullet sponge of some sort, this thing behaves like that until you start getting smart about your flanking. And if you work together, it's really smart because all it takes is one of you got to get on the side of that thing, and that robot is exposed in his little huddled position and driving. You take him out, you take the whole walker out. And it's little touches like that that just make the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay feel more meaty, more depth than your average shooter. So yeah, yeah. we don't just stand there and yeah, bullet, bullet sponges. No bullet sponges here. No, and you have capes. You wear capes. Capes. Cape tech is good. Yeah, capes, definitely underrated in gaming in general. Giving these guys capes was a good move. Their deprecated engine does some damn fine capage. I'll tell you mm -hmm. that. And it's stupid. You shouldn't have a cape on. But it's amazing. Why is there a breeze in my ship? I don't know, but I'm glad it's there. It makes my cape look cool. <laughs> you're, at a, you're at this console queuing up another mission, and you're just majestically, your cape's like blowing that direction. And it's so great. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, if you can't tell, we really like uh, Helldivers 2, and, and I think it's a big thumbs up from everybody. Uh, I can't yeah, wait to play thumbs more. thumbs up yours. Also played... Uh, I think John and I did, or maybe Bo did too. Did you play some Last Epoch? Who played? I the didn't most? get into it. Okay, no, not I, yet. I played. I own it. I bought it, but I played a fair amount. Um, got to level twenty something. This was a game I would swap back to because Helldivers Two was packed and I couldn't get in, so I would play this. Um, it is uh, the six years in development now. It's been an early access forever. This is the uh, an attempt by a small team who apparently there's a whole story. These guys met on Reddit, a bunch of programmers and artists and stuff. And they decided they wanted to make a better game than than Diablo or Path of Exile because they were they thought both those series were languishing. And I so far am really glad they did. I think they're making a really cool game. This hit 1.0 this week, and um, guess what? You run around with weapons and abilities, and you shoot mobs, and you collect loot, and it's itemized, and it's what you think it is. It's an action RPG. 
uh, top down, you know, three quarter view, nice engine, uh, archetypes that you'll recognize. There's a roguish lady and a mage and, you know, these different things. They also branch out into their own subclasses or master classes. And, uh, it's good. Um, I will say there's a, I don't know if this is a bug or intentional because somebody in our discord told me that this has been there for a long time. So it makes me a little concerned, but I did a thing yesterday that threw me. I had a big boss fight. It was kind of a hard one. It was kind of a long boss fight. Lots of ads. The main boss was pretty tricky. I did finally take him down and he exploded with loot, tons of loot. And that was great. I was like, sweet, take this loot. I know how this works. I'm going to get all this loot. And then the guy goes, I don't have enough room for more loot or whatever he says. And I went, well, shit, I guess I'll portal back to town. And you can do that. You hit the T button, you go back to town, you sell your extra stuff, uh, bank it, whatever you're going to do, and then go back. I go back, right back to the portal I came in on. And I got there, all that loot still laying on the floor that I'm going to pick up. But immediately the fight resets that I just found. Oh, no. So the boss shows up again, all the ads before the boss show up, before he pops. It's like the whole thing just reset. And I had to yeah. beat him again. Now that's... One thing to say it was a glitch or whatever, but he pop he pooped out a whole new set of loot, including some some really high end orange loot that I didn't have the first time. I mean, if you uh, if you put in the work to kill him, you should get the loot every time, but it, you shouldn't necessarily have to fight the boss every time. Yeah, it's either. an odd it's an odd story problem too, because you are following kind of a storyline at this point at this stage of the game, this early in the game. And so you don't want it to feel weird. And it felt a little weird. And so when I went back and did it the second time, he pooped out a bunch of loot. And now I've got not enough room again. <laughs> so, so I went, well, I wonder if this, I, now I'm doing it for science. I'm like, I want to know what this will do. So I go back to town, sell what I had and did what I had to do. Equipped what was good, whatever. Went back, reset the fight again. And so in theory... I could just do that all day and farm, you know, legendaries as long as I wanted to. That doesn't seem normal. And I haven't got confirmation one way or the other, but that feels like a bug to me. And if it's not, it needs to be marked as one because that's a, that's a know, funky way to do it. I know the game is really, because I played around with the options, um, and I know the game is very big on setting up loot filters so that you can be smarter about what you pick up and don't pick up. Right. Um, maybe you're at the stage where still like, regardless, you want to pick up everything. Um, Mostly I leave whites, but, but blues I sell, they're worth stuff, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, it has a very robust loot filter system in, in the game where you can say, I want to see this. I don't want to see this, you know? Um, and that probably would help a little bit with that. It still seems like a weird, kind of a weird decision. Yeah, but, um, if it is indeed again, one. Yeah, at like, least they give you loot for it. Like, I mean, you're getting the, I guess you're getting the best version of kind of a weird system. I guess the, the bad yeah. system would be you have to fight it again, but now you don't get any loot this time. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations on picking up your loot. Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm happy it works this way, but that is a little odd that you just have to do a big, long fight again just to pick up more loot. It's a little weird. And I guess, I, I so I should say this, and this probably has something to do with it if I had to guess. This is, I'm playing in offline mode because the servers were pretty pounded and it was hard to get in. Mm, so I said, be, I'll just yeah. do offline, which is no problem. And even Steam now pops up with a mid- choice before the game launches that says offline only or full mode and full mode's fine except 
in order to choose offline from that menu, it has to work and it's not been working. So they're, you know, it's a workaround. But anyway, I'm fine with that because I play these games mostly by myself. I don't care. I'm, I'm fine to be offline. Um, and I do like an offline mode because I just think it, you know, it's less predatory and shitty and all the stuff we are always complaining about. I mean, about based on, on the chat I saw yesterday, uh, it, it nearly sold me on uh, offline mode. Yeah, it's I, real good. I, but I have a feeling, John, and it could be wrong. But I have a feeling that maybe that thing is an offline mode problem. Because if I was in a world where my friends were co-oping with me and I said, hang on, you guys, I'm going back to town. I'll be right back. And I came back after selling everything. I don't think that boss is resetting simply because I returned. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, why would it do it for not, everyone? But I don't, maybe if everybody leaves, it would still do the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't I'd, really know. That's a good point. I don't curious. actually know. But yeah, I, you know, again, early days, it just hit 1.0. Yes, they've had six years, but you know, it's a big game. There's a lot to do here. Where, where I think the thing will shine as time goes on, and I'm really enjoying it on the, all the basic reasons that you like ARPGs. The, the combat is fast, fun, fluid. Very, I'm playing a mage, so things are really, you know, explosive and bright and lots of cool effects and everything. Um, it, you know, it feels as good as any Diablo gameplay to me. Like I'm not. I'm not, uh, how do I put this? It doesn't feel like a step down from the best That's of those. That's a version of an ARPG that you're yeah, this on feels Xbox like the, Live Arcade or something. Exactly. Like this feels like the real thing, like uh, legitimately good one of these. The one part I have not as much experience with, but also looks pretty neat and deep, is the the spec system is not as crazy as Path of Exiles, and way more, way more depthy than Diablo's. So it's a little middle ground for that. And it includes everything from your character progression to each individual ability pr- progression. And even some bonus ability progression that you unlock by doing certain things. And then how those work with each other. There's different pro- progressions for those. The way the passives work against the actives, this kind of thing. Um, there's a lot there. And I'm, like I said, level 20. I picked my master class, which I, I think I went with Sorcerer. Uh, I went the Nash Magard road on that. Um, yeah. And uh, that's as far as I got. So I'm about level 20, I think, is where you do that. And I don't want to spoil anything because there's some pretty pretty cool ideas going on story-wise if, if, for people who haven't played this yet. Um, it's different and new, and that's, that's points in my book. But... Anyway, my point is um, I, I'm just hitting that part where those differences are going to matter. And it's a big choice. You cannot reverse your choice of uh, master class. So once you've chosen it, you don't go, oh, I want to go respect and try out the the battle mage or whatever the other two were. I can't remember what they were. Um, yeah. you, you choose and you're in. You're in. Um, and I like that because it just means you got to commit. Everything else, though, you can refund all your little stuff, your passives, your uh, actual ability um, progression, all that stuff has that the ability to reset those or do them individually or whatever. You have a lot of control over that. But when you choose your main, your main thing, let's see, uh, blade dancer, marksman, and falconer. Those are the three that you would choose as a rogue. So John, this would be like your line probably. Um, I don't know what those classes look like. They all sound interesting to me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, it does a really good job of making all the class all the classes sound cool. Like, um I gotta give so I haven't played very much of it. Um and as a result, I'm not going to speak too much uh, about the game. I have ideas, but, you know, until you really get into a game, you know, it's hard to say what you know and what you don't know yet. Uh, well, it, yeah, I can say what I don't know a lot about this game. But um, from my initial impressions, the thing that, uh, that this game does really, really well is uh, made me excited to play a lot of the different classes you know it's something i've talked about before in other video games where it's like you know oh this sounds interesting this sounds cool setting up the fantasy i had a hell of a hard time you know figuring out what i wanted to do in diablo 4 um because i kind of felt a little pigeonholed into the rogue which in arpgs i don't usually play rogues i know i do in almost every other video game ever created but it's not usually my class in in arpgs um so I, I got into this and sure enough, like a lot of these classes sounded really, really cool and stuff I wanted to play. Almost every single one had some path, you know, within its its specializations that that called to me. Yeah. And so I, I think that's a really strong sign for the game uh, that there's a lot that I want to go in and experience. Uh, I thought in general, the game looked pretty good. Uh, I thought the game played very well from the time that I that I put into it. Um, it felt good. You know, yeah. sometimes you play one of these and it feels a little a little off. Yeah. Um, I wish again. I don't. I, actually, you know, what? I'm gonna just hold off any criticism till I play more. Like the the some of the impacts felt a little light in this game by comparison to to a game like Diablo, but. I I only really had base level abilities and I know they're all going to crank up. So I don't necessarily want to throw that as a heavy criticism because I am not far enough to know if that's a universal truth or just a truth of my first couple minutes in the game. Yeah. Um, it is a first it, impression thing though, which I think is important, but I, I get your point. But, yeah. But yeah, everything, everything felt a little, a little soft hitting, you know, like you get fireball and you're like, Oh cool. And it just kind of goes, and I was like, ah, that's it. Yeah. But I also know you can specialize your abilities. You can grow them. There are entire trees based around abilities. So while that's a like, oh, he played for 20 minutes criticism. Sure. I, I have a feeling that much later in the game, that's probably going to be resolved. Yeah, I can tell and you they're that that's leaving true. room for that to grow. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to play more. Uh, my biggest issue has just been uh, it's been all hell divers all the time. Every time I pull up steam and go, oh, I'm going to try something else. 
uh, there's one of my friends playing Helldivers, and oh, let's see if I can get in. Oh, I got in, and then that felt like finding a yeah, unicorn. You, so you by the way, use it. Yeah. you got to call John out. Uh, some He has special access to Helldivers, the rest of us don't. <laughs> <laughs> he got in twice in the time I was spent three hours not even getting in that one day. It felt like. Yeah, you got some twice. You had some good luck. It's but. like get servers in Phoenix or something. I don't know what was going on there. But. Yeah, I've had I, at in the evening once everybody's gone to bed and I kind of have unbridled access. That's when my bad luck shows up. But in little bits and pieces here and there, I've had an amazing ability to uh, to get in and and beat that game's loading screen. Now it hasn't been much of an issue, but yeah, for last epoch, I want to play more of it. Um, I'll probably have more thoughts as I get more time in it. I've only really spent about 20, 30 minutes in the game. So hardly anything in the grand scheme of things. And, uh, so I don't, again, I don't want to be too critical of it. Uh, I do think that the game seems very, very good and very, very interesting. And, in a world where an ARPG that I was really excited about isn't really cutting it for me, I'm excited to have one that I'm excited to play. Well, so that's, that's I, and I wanted I wanted to make it. sure to say that too. If you are one of the players out there, one of perhaps many who are just a little disenfranchised with where D4 is right now, or have had it with Path of Exile or whatever, I think this is probably a good answer for those people, um, especially if you long for the days where these games were less about stores and fake currency bullshit and they were more about go play the game and enjoy the systems and it's a big long awesome thing and here's here's end game like if that's what you if you miss that as the focus this brings that back uh, pretty hardcore uh i would also say uh that if uh i forgot what i was gonna say well that's twice today well that's good we were talking earlier about we know the first thing that goes scott it's the first thing my memory of games i just played um oh i know what it was (laughs) <laughs> this game has, I, I thought of you immediately and you've already met him. I think if you've been in 20 minutes, maybe not, you got to save him, but there's an old dude who's a lot like a certain Deckard Kane feller. <laughs> he's, he's in here now. Yeah. And he's got, he even has like what looks like a kind of a butterfly fairy creature that follows him around everywhere, which made me <laughs> laugh. Cause that to me is like them poking fun at how he died. Uh, but yeah. he's like this, oh, we must find the answers to the stuff. He almost even sounds a little like Decker Kane. Now, I'm not saying they're lifting him. It feels like a tribute. Um, I feel like if Blizzard isn't going to use him, then, you know, somebody should. Somebody ought to you, use you him. You left money on the table. You spent your entire budget on building a storefront instead of a good game. We can <laughs> at least have Deckard Kane somewhere where somebody cares about gameplay. Yeah. So you have this guy, this old wizened dude who knows everything and wants to help and stuff. And so there's there's that aspect to it. The music's good. Uh, the aesthetic is really nice. The UI is really nice. Like this doesn't feel like a game. When you tell me, Hey, a bunch of Redditors got together and made a game that that's almost kind of a put off because I'm just like, eh, I don't know. That's, I mean, it's cool that people can do that, but it was, you know, is this going to be, is this like us making Lake run? Like, what are they doing over there? Right. This doesn't feel like that at all. These, this feels Isn't like a, that sort of the onus of World of Warcraft to a bunch of EverQuest players were like, hey, we work for Blizzard Entertainment. Let's make an MMO. Yeah, that's true. That is kind of how that started back in those heady days. But yeah, this is a cool Genius game. This can come from anywhere. It surely can. You're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, I would check it out if you're an ARPG fan. Most of you probably already have, if you, uh, or at least are thinking about it. I think this is a really solid entry in a, in a, 
in a room. Has damage numbers yes. for Bo. Yes. Let's let's get uh, the important things for Bo yes. as I damage, damage numbers. I saw damage numbers in the trailer, so I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Immediately. You don't have to go also, turn them on. They're just there, man. They're there for I'm you. I'm looking forward to playing a game with a campaign that I can just stop at the end of it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Look, I, I realize people play uh, ARPGs like it's an eSport, and that I'm kind of done with that shit. That's, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not really into that either. Like, it's a game, lot of time yeah. climb the same ladder over and over again. Who cares? I kind of want a game where I, where the character I made and got all the way to the end. If there's end game, I want it to be for them, not for someone I haven't played yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like a change in focus in the ARP. I don't know what their plans are. I haven't looked that deep, so I don't know what end game in this game looks like. I've kind of avoided it from just from a news standpoint because I don't want to be spoiled. But whatever that is. I hope it's, I mean, it does seem like they have kind of a season sort of thing. What they call it? Uh, legacy characters versus shit. Uh, live something. I forgot the name. But you can choose that. And I assume that means that right now oh, it they means. they have like seasonal and eternal realms kind I of thing. I think so. I think right now it re- what it really means right now is if you were in early access, all your early access characters are in the legacy group. You can still play them if you want to. But this new one is you starting a, a I forgot what they called it. There's a term. I should have written it down. But it seems like maybe there's some of that going on. But I don't know if that has anything to do with how Endgame will play out. Um, but I would like... I What I wanted out of Diablo 4, this is the honest, God's honest truth. I never even was even told I was going to get this. But this is where I thought they were going to go. I thought that game was not going to be just, well, here's a new season. Go get your stuff and make a new character that you've played mm-hmm. 50 times already. I kind of hoped anyway. Maybe that was an aspect to it. But I'd hope that they, for those players like me who love their OG characters, like I played GURP and Diablo 3 as often as I could. And even though I was doing seasonal stuff, I'd always go back to him. I loved mm-hmm. him. I like that permanence, the MMO style way of playing a game like this, right? And I kept Are hoping you saying do that. that the, uh, the ladder climb is uh, overhyped uh, yes. pile of shit, basically? Yes, I am saying that. I'm inclined to agree. Uh, having you know done a lot of it for Diablo 3 and having participated in Diablo 4, it's not a bad way to play, but I think people like the idea of it more than they actually like to do it. Yeah. I think the audience for that kind of thing is smaller than it looks, and I think... It builds hype, you know, and, and all kinds of debate and controversy and, and discussion. But I actually think, you know, uh, when you're, it's, it's true of PoE and it's true of all the ARPGs. Like, I'm having the most fun when there's like kind of a, kind of a purpose to what I'm doing. Yeah. So what you were, what you're saying about Diablo Four and it being having a world, it'd be nice if the seasons were uh, a series of quests leading to the culmination of some content. Yeah, you know, or e- there was mission-based shit that you could do with Fred, like Helldivers being a good example. It's not top-down, it, it's but it's kind of hack and slash, and it's just doing missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think there's a realm where you could design a space to be like, here's missions to do, here's dungeons. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so the one the one picking part about. I mean, I, I think I think this of all ARPGs, but they don't make their dungeons deep. Mm. I feel like dungeons should be like 50 levels. Like that's a dungeon, you know, like the first Diablo, like go down yeah. deep into the dungeon. Yeah, I do kind of And somehow that. no one can picture a dungeon more than three floors deep. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with you guys, man? Monsters live deep underground. You got to like go real deep to get like the, the crazy ass monsters. So like having some sort of gameplay that's like, all right, we're going on a dungeon run. 
this evening. Get ready for, you know, we're going to set aside three hours and we're going to do 50 levels. And it's not about getting to level 100. It's just trying to make it to the bottom so that we all get something cool at the end if we accomplish it or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you sparked something in me about the RPG thing. Like I'm definitely, I think uh, there was a comment on our YouTube video last week. It's Bo finally admit Diablo 4 is bad. And I'm like, you guys gotta get, you guys gotta get over it. It's a good game. If you want to play the campaign and get a solid 40 hours out of it, it's good. Yeah. If you want to play it every day for the next three years, they're all terrible games because you should play like any other game than an ARPG that, that much. You should play any sport as currently constituted. Play. Yeah. So that's why, and that's they're, my point. All and terrible games I, in that, I, in that they, regard. That is one way this, this genre could really do something new is to get away from that, that loop of what they are now and become what we all I, thought they were when we first played Diablo one or two, where it was like such a big world and art. Is it endless loot and stuff? I'll never find everything. And, this world, it's so much depth and, and the and the dungeons are never the same. Like that feeling, that's what I like about these games. Once I get to the, the end of that and all they can do for me is say, do it again. I go, oh, I don't want to do that yeah, it again. Felt like, it felt like Diablo 3 stumbled into the seasonal thing and made the most of it for like what they stumbled into. Because like Diablo 3 didn't come out with seasons in mind. No. That was like a innovation much later in its life and it was like oh well you know you looked at it and i was like i liked seasonal stuff in diablo i didn't play every season but i certainly had some fun it certainly reignited my love of that game every now and then when i dove back in and you know eventually it wore a bit thin we got to the that last season and uh i was like oh i'm done with this i tried again and was like nope turns out i'm very very done with this um, and so I think that's where the hope for Diablo four was like, well, okay, wh- what are they going to do when they aren't stumbling into it, when they can actually design taking something away from it? And that's, you know, I feel like I, I bang that drum too often, but like, I feel like that's where the lessons were not learned from before. It felt like they threw out every bit of knowledge they gained with Diablo three and took nothing from it. Well, here's another area where they totally forgot to pay attention and it has to do with hell divers again, but I actually got viscerally angry the night we played or the day we played, not at you guys. I got mad because it's suddenly, I'm sorry about the mines. If it's that bad, (laughs) it was so bad. If the mines are that bad, I will not take them when you're there. No, what it was is this feeling. It hit me all at once in the middle of playing it because it was the first time I'd really, I don't know, really just played the way I want to play in that game. And it was with friends and all this. And there was this overwhelming sense all of a sudden where I went, Oh my gosh, this should be, these should be Starcraft characters. These should be Zerg we're fighting. This should be a planet in that world. Uh, we should be reporting to Jim Rayner at the mothership about what the hell we're doing. Why isn't this a Blizzard? Why did Blizzard fall asleep on this? And we think they may they were making a game in this vein with that Starcraft thing that got canceled. They don't, we haven't got enough details to know, but you know, some say it was like Battlefield. Others said it was more like a squad shooter. Point is, we have we're I think more often than not, we're going to rely on smaller to mid-sized devs to think outside these boxes because now Blizzard just thinks well inside the box on these things. Like you don't want to break too many rules. Now, could Diablo 4 evolve into something and have a system that we're not thinking about yet that'll blow our minds and change the way ARPGs are played forever? Maybe. They kind of did with three to John's point with seasons and and um uh, what were those called? The things you'd go on, rifts and all that. 
Like those were new, neat ideas, adventure mode, new, neat idea. Well, yeah. now they're just safely doing all that in a different package. And I, it, yeah. it it's really frustrating. You know, you got to wait for somebody yeah. else to do it. And, and you know, the word, the word is Bungie turned down a, a halo ODST. Uh, yeah. There was a former, uh, not Bungie, but three, four, three guy. Oh. Saying that uh, they basically pitched a, a ODST game that was very Helldivers two, and sadly, here's the here's what I think is going to be the problem. I think with Helldivers success, I think you're going to see a lot of people chase this now, and I think we're going to see some good versions. We're going to see some bad versions. We're going to get tired of it um, because people are having a hard time innovating and. Uh, the head of Larian, when they won another Game of the Year award at Dice, his his big speech that he gave, one of his you know points he made was, "We have found that the uh, messing up the quote. I apologize. I didn't know I was going to say this. You're but he, he yeah, <laughs> he said uh, he said uh, we found that the best business model is to make good games, to make fun games, yeah. and and that is what Helldivers Two is, and that's what." Any game I think that takes off and is going to really elevate, even if it's innovating on things like you don't have to be a hundred percent brand new, you can innovate and still be a landmark game. But whatever the next big things are, are people who are just making games that are fun and good. That's yeah. what Helldivers is, that's what Baldur's Gate 3 was. <laughs> Helldivers is called Helldivers 2. It's the second game. Baldur's Gate is called Baldur's Gate 3. It's the third game. Yeah. <laughs> it's based off of Divinity Original Sin 2. It's not a case of we can't innovate, we can't do sequels, we can't do shit like that. It's not a case of every IP has to be original, you can't build something in another IP. It all comes down to you just have to make a good game. Stop trying to chase what other people did exactly to try and get money and strike while the iron's hot for a genre and just say like, hey, we need to make something cool and fun and let's not worry about our storefront. Let's not worry about our seasonal content rollout. Let's not worry about the pipeline quite so much. Um by all accounts, the, the people who made Helldivers 2 said they threw their they had a like timeline of things that they wanted to come out and do. Yeah. They, and then they came out and said, yep, we're throwing it out. Don't pay any attention to it. It's not accurate anymore. Game was more successful than we thought. We're shifting everything around. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine certain companies, Blizzard being one of them, ever going, oh, yeah, we're going to pivot like that. It just seems like those ships don't turn. They either pivot or they or they either they either go through with it or they cancel it. They don't have the pivot. There's no turning. And when you're that big, I agree with you there. By the way, here are the actual quotes. He says, many, many people were let go at the start of the year. Don't let that flame be extinguished by our collective mistakes. We don't have shareholders, but we also don't think about them. I love that. He also went on to say, uh, and this is more to your to your paraphrasing. We ask you to pay one price for a game, and that's it. You can own it for the rest of your life. Building a community, building a player base, building games that are actually fun is going to make you the most money, period. Yeah. I mean, I agree with him. I hope they can stick to that. I hope they don't get bought up by some conglomerate. I hope that they can they can be a bastion out there for this stuff because it really resonated with me. And playing with that game with you guys and realizing that this was on the table for somebody like Blizzard with a huge deep universe like StarCraft to just snatch. 
and didn't and are too chicken to or whatever the hell's wrong with them just pissed me off. You know, it didn't make any less that it, I mean, Helldivers is its own thing. It's great. They, and they deserve all this credit. And it's not me saying, oh, I wish this was Blizzard. I'm saying I'm never going to get that out of Blizzard again. It doesn't feel like it. No. Well, and also it's just a one last clarification on this. I'm not throwing, I'm not trying to show, throw shade at the development teams. Um, the the Bungie report came from somebody, or I'm sorry, I keep saying Bungie. The 343 report about Halo ODST having a game like this was from a dev. They wanted to make this game. The people that are blocking these things are not the people that are in the trenches with a passion for making video games. The people that are blocking this are, you know, they're the money people. They're the they're the corporate uh, side of things. So I, I don't want to say necessarily that, oh, 100%, all, all devs are bad if they could just make fun games. It's not that simple, and that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is that hopefully we can see a shift on the more executive side um, and see more freedom for these dev teams to explore new areas and, and create fun games. But then again, I also say that AAA gaming is going to die very soon. And uh, at that point, they won't have any choice but to explore fun new avenues. So there you go. Yeah, this might actually feed into your theory, which I used to think was a little conspiratorial, but I'm not so sure anymore. You oh, might. did you? Yeah. Well, you might be convincing I look me. forward to the I don't look forward to the day it happens. There's nothing I've r- I would rather be wrong about than AAA dying. But. I have another. I haven't, cho- I haven't moved my needle on the doomsday <laughs> clock from AAA like that. That is still firmly planted. It is untenable what we are doing. I still have. Well, later on in the show, you're going to hear me give you. I have to admit to another thing you may have been right about, but I'll hold that for a minute. Um, oh, I don't like yeah, letting. I don't like saying show when, for John. I don't <laughs> like saying when I think John got something right and I got it wrong, but I'll admit it when it happens. And today nobody in my life days. does, Scott. Nobody <laughs> in my life does. Uh, somebody in the chat said, uh, Hey, remember disco Elysium? They're all dead now. That's, that is, uh, they are victims of the same problem. They made an all timer, a banger for all time for narrative RPGs. What happened? It wasn't the devs. It wasn't creative people. It wasn't the lack of a good game that was fun to play or even success of your initial launch. It was bean counters and freaking executives and where the money was coming from and who the investors were. Three two sexual harassment man didn't doesn't help things. Well, he didn't have that, that's true, but I'm not I don't think their entire demise is at his uh, you know, at his feet. There's too much other shit. I know, going but on. The, it just it just seems like it's a cluster fuck. <laughs> that that whole situation. Like, yes, there's money people, but it just seems like there's a lot of that thing is like an implosion. Everyone just needs to leave that company and just let the game exist and Yeah, it's, it's a, a different thing. It is what it know. is. It happened how it happened and, and it's still fun to play and I still need to play it. <laughs> it's good. It'll be there for you when you're ready for yeah, it. It's a, it's a good experience. There's a lot going on right now. It. That's the hardest part is 2014 won't slow down with the new game releases. My gosh. We never have shit like this by March. Are you kidding? This is a crazy year so far. Final Fantasy is in one week. <laughs> one week. The Final Fantasy 7 thing. Or the, what's it? What, Rebirth. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I Personally, I won't. Playing it because I have a PS5 and I don't have the budget right now. I spent it on my my Oculus. Yeah, that's so. It was a one or the other kind of deal on that. 
Yeah. Um, so it'll be waiting a year for it to release on PC. Hopefully, it don't get spoiled too much on things. Let's talk about a game Bo and I played together. Not together, but apart, but same game. <laughs> uh, Immediately take that back. Set it wrong. Another game I think is awesome and deserves everybody's playtime if you can find a way to fit it in with all these other amazing games going on. But the game is called... Oh. This Balotro. is in my cart. Sell me on it, Scott. Okay. We have a chance. We have an opportunity here. Uh, Scott and Bo, this game is in my cart. You yeah, have the floor. It's possible. It Convince removed, me. But we'll see. All right. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. I'll tell So let's do it in Theme order. Theme is up. I will tell you what happens. I'll tell you what I think, and then I want Bo to do it, and we'll see if, if Bo dissents at all. Um, so... There's no shortage of deck builder games, especially games like Slay the Spire, which kind of set the tone for those moving forward. Monster Train's an excellent example of that, of, of taking it further. Um, a lot of people consider those kind of those two to be the very best, and there are tons and tons of good ones and medium ones, and maybe some that aren't great, but it kind of spawned a whole like, you know, but flush of these. They're just everywhere. It's funny I use the word flush because what I'm about to tell you about has a lot of flushes in it. Uh, this is a game called Balatro, which uh, did really well during the, the uh, Steam demo days thing. People were real happy with it. I heard from one listener who said he's already played 80 hours of the demo alone, and the, the full game is no-brainer for him. He can't wait for it. That's partly what sold me. Um, the reviews on Steam are through the roof, currently sitting at whoops, overwhelmingly positive, 98%. You don't get much higher than that. Uh but this is a very different kind of one of those. It is a deck builder and it is a roguelike card battler, but it's based mostly on poker, but not entirely. In fact, it's almost loosely. There's over 150 jokers in this game and the jokers act as cards that multiply your points or create so new opportunities. It's got nothing to do with poker. You just make poker hands. Yeah, poker hands is all is all it is. It's poker cards, and you make poker hands. So if you've got a, a full house, you've got three kings and two threes. That's a full house, and that means a bunch of points. But you've also augmented your cards with tarot cards that make it so like, oh, if you use this particular jack or queen, uh, it'll be 50 times the normal amount of points you'll get for it. So you want to really try to use that card, and they and they visually change based on these augmentations. Um, you open packs between that you spend money on that include new tarot cards to do this kind of work, also regular cards and cards that are like these Joker cards we're talking about. 150 Joker cards in the game currently, and they all have wild uh, effects. Some are simple, like you'll get an extra round each game, or um, you'll have four card removal options instead of three. Uh, discards instead of three uh, per per round or whatever. So they, they they vary, but some of them are crazy. And in combination, some of them are even crazier. It's like, well, if you have these three jokers together plus this fourth one, holy shit, you're gonna you know you're gonna destroy the world. And then you do these hands against you know they just call it the blind boss, but it's basically you're just doing poker hands against a score. And I'm completely addicted to this uh, game. More than more than just about any card game in a very long time. It also uses this crazy, weird aesthetic. It's very old but new. Um, the Hotline Miami kind of vibe to it, if I had a way of saying that. CRT I don't know. monitor, kind of a... Yeah. has like built-in built scan screen. lines, all that stuff, yeah. And it's got, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to describe the aesthetic. It's its its, its own thing. It's got some cool music too, although I wish there were more tracks. It kind of repeats after a while. But um I mean if you're watching a trailer, what you see is what you get. 
yeah, these cards popping like this. Also, I would turn up the game speed. Uh, the default is for you learning it. But as you get going, every time a card has an effect on your hand, it will animate and do a thing, which is fun to watch. But you can speed it up. And it's actually better if you speed it up. But you can do some wild shit in this game with these cards. You can convert cards to gold cards and glass cards, which break. You got to be careful with those. Uh, iron cards, uh, those all have different abilities and different powers that add to your poker hands. But at the end of the day, you're still trying to just kind of play poker and make decisions based on your hand. And I'm in love with it. I think this is awesome. So, Bo, have I set that bar too high? Or what do you think of this? Yeah, I feel a bit bad being a bit contradictory on this one, but mm. it's definitely uh, overhyped for sure. Oh, man. Oh, oh this is, uh, So I picked it up because it looked very cool. It looks hype when you look at it. It's like people compare it to Slay the Spire and like Monster Train. It's nothing like those games. Um, it's fancy solitaire and it's like, it's a point counting game. So you're not really beating anything. You just have to beat the big blind, which is a point value. Yeah. It's a score thing. And you do it by playing poker hands and getting multipliers. So I don't really like point games. I think it's more of a me thing than that's necessarily a bad thing, but I'm already like, oh, so there's no one to beat. There's nothing go. There's no dungeon to explore. It's. Uh, the blind is 300, and you have to beat, you have to get 300 points in three discards or four hands or whatever many discards and hands you have. And that's the game. And yep, you can upgrade your cards. You can get jokers and that's your passives that upgrade and change things around. But at the end of the day, you're just scoring points. And I got to say, when Helldivers uh, was able to finally log in, I closed it quickly and went to play <laughs> Helldivers. And I don't think I'm going to launch this game again I oh think my I'd rather gosh play slay the spire or something like that i'm shocked by this i am actually shocked by this because it, yes it is it's like a it's a point not, counting game it is i have a thing against point counting like even in board games where you're like you earn victory points and the first to 10 victory points win i'm like lame like lack of resolution lame you yeah know, but like but if you think yeah. about it you break it down it's that's all slay the spire is it's just points. It's represented by a, a boss guy at the end and a couple of guys yeah, in between. Yeah, but that's, but that's where like it's fun. Where it's like I got to reach the pinnacle and you know beat the final challenge and, and get through it. Right? It's yeah. it's there's it's a little. It's just not for me. Like I've played lots of cribbage in my life, so I get how point counting games you know can be fun, but they're very limited in value. I just I'm not knocking down doors to play this game, even with all the trappings put on like do you like opening booster packs we get to open booster packs in this game that's yeah. really neat like you said the sound the sound the overall like package is good they've done a great job of making a great game i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying like the com it's just a really fancy form of solitaire and it, this is you know i don't regret buying it but i probably am not booting it up again anytime soon so, um PC, pc magazine says a roguelike deck builder debut already worthy of joining slay the spire and monster train at the king's table essential essential is what you they guys said. like counting points i guess That's i fine. guess so that must be it <laughs> um, just, it's just counting multiples like 30 times 600 you get 1800 points uh, okay awesome i think that you know what you made an interesting point that i think is important to say if you are somebody out there who is hoping it's a fantasy i mean there's a lot of fantasy aspects to it but not that i'm not talking when i say fantasy i mean you're never doing this in a real card game but it's not fantasy in the sense or even science fiction in the sense that this is like I'm going up a castle and I'm doing this shit no, and I've got right. swords and stuff. Right. If that's what's interesting to people about card battlers, I don't think this is for them. If you like poker, which I do, and you like 
twists yeah, on Bo likes this isn't poker for, this a isn't lot. for them. Bo, I like poker. Bo a lot. wanted to be a poker professional. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is just poker hands. Don't get misled by it. Is, and that's the only thing it's connected to is the poker hands. Right. And the bosses, the enemies are called blinds, which are not what blinds are. Blinds are forced antis to ensure that there's a pot to fight. Oh, over. yeah. They, they screw around with them. Like, for example, when I present a hand and let's say I've got a full house or no, let's say I've got three of a kind. Now, what you would normally do in a poker hand in Texas Hold'em is you would play your three and your if you had a fourth card or your fourth and fifth cards you're looking for a high card right so like if i had an ace or, or a king or something that's good so if the other guy had a three yeah. of a kind and a queen i just beat him because i had a king right well, you have the higher kicker yeah, yeah in this one all that really matters are the the three if i even play a fourth card or a fifth card they're not even going to get counted in my score. I'll discard them and they'll get thrown in the deck and it's fine. Unless you have a joker that allows you to do that. Unless, yes, joker. exactly. You have jokers that will allow that. So that actually took me a minute to learn. They don't, they're not real explicit about some of that because they really play very loose with the poker rules. It's just that these are poker cards. There's and then no you, poker rules. It's and just they, poker hands. <laughs> they're just poker hands without the poker rules. You're right. You're absolutely right. There's, there's that, no, like, I'm sorry to be a, 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 a little retentive about it. But that's what I like about it. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I think that the fact that it's just the mechanic is here are poker hands do the best you can with all these wild rules and, and things that are happening outside of it that's interesting to me would it be cooler if it was like here's your space guy and you got other space guys and like maybe maybe but something about this rooted in like a, a an actual like physical card game but with this crazy video game stuff happening with it to change how the outcomes go I don't know yeah, why a good I find casual it casual so. game. I don't hate it or anything. I just, you know, I look at the, I'm just, I, I just like, I don't have room for this in my, like, I, like I'm just being realistic. This doesn't even crack top 20 games. I want to, you know, if I sit down and have time to play that I want to play, like, I'm like, oh, it's pretty, pretty mid on interest level with all the competition for the space. Well, John has I've that. Made, People, I've made my decision. What'd you decide uh, to do? Decision has been made. So after hearing Scott's review, mm -hmm. He didn't quite sell me on it. Oh. I was like, almost, I was like, play the demo. Eh, kind of done. Play the demo. Almost there, maybe. And then after hearing Bo's discussion about it, I bought the game. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> he, he's, just, he's just remembering that I shat on Vampire Survivors, and he's like, if, if I listened to Bo, I wouldn't have played Vampire Survivors, so I better buy this game. I, people. Can say that I'm I'm making I a statement. I could have predicted I'm this. I'm not. I'm telling you when I bought the game. I listened I like to Scotts and went, Scott. eh. and then the <laughs> Bo was like, "I hate this game," and I was like, eh, "I didn't maybe say there's something oh, to this game." And maybe there's something to this game. I'll just go all in. Out. I'll go. I'll use a poker term and go all in. This game looks like it was made in a weekend. Okay. Uh, there you go. It's a week. Another weekend game. Looks, it's, in this, it's another added to the collection of games made in a weekend. Right? Like. At the very least, memes, whether you enjoy. whether you want to whether you want to believe, uh, you know the reasoning behind it. If I'm just trying to get under Bo's skin or not, here's what I will say: Clearly, we need a decide. This is why we have three people on the show. Clearly, we need a decisive stance on this. We've got one on one side of the fence, one on the other. Sure. I will report back next week with my thoughts. Yeah, let me know what you on think. This game, I'd be very curious. You'll probably like it. I predict you'll like. I it. like what Sasha Wolf said in the chat. It says, "I need the elves, the dwarves, the fairies, the sword and the staff, the wizard and the goblins. Playing cards are just too boring. Are there going to be players like that? Who this isn't going to be interesting say, to? No, because you know what game I like that's playing cards, Solitarica. 
That game's awesome. No, I do like that you know, game. I, yeah. I would recommend Solitaire over this game, like in a heartbeat. Didn't a Solitaire game just come out on Steam too? I feel yeah, like I pulled it um, up and saw uh, Regency Solitaire Two. Just yeah, that guy's great. Steam. That guy makes really good Solitaire games. That first one was highly I'm, regarded. I'm being jumps. I'm being serious. Sorry, he's like I'm just doing it to dissuade myself. I mean, sometimes that's a real thing that can happen, but I think it's overhyped. I've. I, I, I would rather, when I look at my games list and I'm like, do I want to play Solitaire or do I want to play Against the Storm, Baldur's Gate 3, Dyson Sphere Program, Endless Dungeon, Shrouded, and Everspace 2, Expanse I have to finish, For the King, Helldivers, Last Epoch. I'm like, this game doesn't, cr- is, doesn't crack an interest level that's high and I don't. You know what? I just realized the other the problem here. If you were like me where you do a lot of nighttime gaming in bed with a Steam Deck, that might change how you'd feel about it because well even then you could play other games but my point is this this thing is so good on steam deck it's also on switch for those oh, i don't want sure. to ignore the I'm switch sure. but uh switch also got a version but it's so good on there and has such great controller support for a game that you wouldn't think would be very good at controller support it's actually excellent um i for whatever reason these these are like numbers popping in an arpg for you when i see those numbers over to the side catch on fire and just start multipliers going up Something in my brain just goes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of reviews are like that. It's like a dopamine hose for all this stuff. I just got to say, like, I'm not into point counting games. You know what other point counting games I hate? Mm. Like all those Euro board games that are like get victory points, like Settlers of Catan. Yeah. You don't actually have a, a, a win condition. You just got to get victory points. Yeah. Dumb. So <laughs> dumb to me. And this game's kind of like that. Just score points. It's just so like, put some effort into the 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 thing but everyone has different tastes yeah and if your tastes are you like that stuff and you guys know i like my numbers won't play an arpg without damage numbers <laughs> right but i don't like counting numbers to get to a target number well i don't i don't think you should feel bad at all i think this is actually good that you've got a different take on it because you know I, I was I was hoping that we weren't both yeah. going to have the same glowing take or even the mo- same negative take. That so. being said, I was trying to be mild. Like it's a great game. Like it's well programmed. It's a very fancy package. John's going to love it. Um, it's de- like it's it's good. <laughs> like just it's not like you're buying a pile of trash or something or, or shovelware. There's effort was made here. It's a game. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's ingenious. Like you know, people are like it's so it's great. Oh my god, so addictive. I'm like I don't see it. We all saw the same thing in Loop Hero, but I'm not seeing the same thing as other people. But that's okay. Actually, Some people glad like you, Minecraft. I'm like, glad you brought that up because I haven't felt this about a game like this. I meant to say. Oh, I haven't felt though this way about a game like this since Loop Hero. That's how strong I feel about it. I love yeah, Loop Hero, I, and yeah. I'm loving this. Like it's also just a nice distraction from shooting bugs, or you know, I'm doing other stuff as well. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like this quick. I'll play a quick game. I'm doing it in bed. Here's my Steam Deck. Bim, bam, boom. Done. Go to bed. It's not terrible. It's just, like I said, it, to me, it was just pretty like, okay. You know. Yeah. All right. I get it. I make poker hands and get points. Well, there Is you there go. anything else? There's planets. Yeah. There's- <laughs> <laughs> there, you can have planet cards and That's tarot right. cards. You can have tarot yeah, cards. You know, I, I can see it being very appealing. I don't, be, I don't begrudge it's overwhelmingly positive. I just, yeah, I'm here to provide the other context, I suppose. I get it. Um, all good. Here's what else I played, and I'll be quick about these because I realized that Helldivers and Last Epoch have eaten up a lot of time today, so I will uh, tear through these. Uh, okay, have you ever thought about what it would take to take Geometry Wars and 
make it a vampire survivors game. If you've thought about that at all. Wasn't it already kind of one? <laughs> it kind of was. I mean, it was a dual stick aim and shoot survivor kind of shooter, right? It was an arcade shooter. Yes. But what if you only could use one stick? And what if you picked up abilities over time, like you do in Vampire Survivors, after picking up a bunch of XP that you could oh then have go around you? And here's a new one. Here's a shotgun. Here's a teleportation. You know, like all that stuff. And then just go as long as you can and literally have it look like you're playing Geometry Wars. Well, good news. Actually, <laughs> I actually, I, I say, I say good news. I actually think it is actually pretty, pretty good. I think it totally apes from geometry wars and it's a little concerning well, yeah it's clear like they're doing again like, like pal world pals looking like pokemon yeah. mission accomplished yep. that's what they want yeah exactly right it would be a failure if this game did not look like it was being geometry wars you're you're not wrong um it can be a little jarring though because i played a lot of geometry wars uh retro evolved and also three which was a a lot of people didn't play through, but I like three. Anyway, I like these games. I was a big fan of those dual stick shooters. This is not that because you're not dual sticking anything. You have abilities that are auto shooting. There's not even a way to change the options to aim. So we're, you know, this is a little like we talked about last week with um, uh, the one you're playing, John. My brain just went dead. Uh, Deep, Deep Rock, Rock Galactic. Galactic Survivor. Yeah. So it's like that. It's exactly like that. Um, you get abilities. You run around and use them. You survive as long as you can. The one big difference here is it isn't health points that you get hit. You have a number of hits. You have you have guys basically, so you start with three, and when you're out of get out of dudes, you're dead. Um, and then you go apply your points, buy stuff in the shop, and then go go try it again. Uh, all that being said, I think this is actually quite good for what it is. It's it took a little for me to get over the fact that it looks just like Geometry Wars. But um, and there are only twelve reviews up so far, and they're all glowing. So I don't know if that's uh, probably not enough of a sample size to decide whether the wow, it's actually impressive. The game only has twelve. I've never seen so few reviews on a game before. Well, it just launched. So let's see when did this come out? Yesterday. So I don't know. I don't. That's how that works on Steam. But it just I mean, it came. doesn't. It's not a commentary. It's all positive, and it looks. You know, looks and it walks and talks like Geometry Wars. You know yeah, I mean? it's so, pretty. It's yeah. it's uh, intense. It's got great music. Kind of a techno track thing going on. It is not affiliated with the Geometry Wars people at all. They don't really tell you that. But if if you were just some average person who was like, I remember Geometry Wars, you would think you were playing. Like my daughter so walked hard. in on it. She walked in here while I was playing. She goes, "Oh, Geometry Wars, I love that." And I went, "Well, <laughs> it's not exactly." <laughs> well, excuse me, it's not Geometry Wars. It's not really that game. Yeah, it's uh, good though, and it's cheap. I think it's yeah, four bucks, four ninety nine, four forty nine, whatever it is on sale, and it runs great on Steam Deck, which is where I mostly played it. Uh, it is. It's a fine one of these. It's another one of these guys. Like these things have a hard time setting themselves apart, right? Yeah. Like. The the dwarf you gotta one, have a gimmick. It's you gotta have a gimmick, gimmick or else you're screwed. And I think the dwarf gimmick is working real well for those guys. That thing sold a million already, which is a big deal. Um, this one is, you know, going off a different kind of gimmick, but they all kind of need one in a very busy space where everyone's selling a five dollar game now that's like a vampire survivors game. Um, but this is not this is by far not the worst one I've played. I don't know if it's the best, but it's it's good. It's a fun little game. I like it. You could do worse than spending five bucks on, you know, I could buy a lot of shit for five bucks and this is not shit. It's good. So check it out. Geometry survivor. It's called. 
And then I played a ton of No Man's Sky. We all know about that game, so I won't get into details here, but I, I will say that I started a new save. That game has never felt better, and I am positive. Maybe there's a patch and I missed it when they did this, but the on-ramping sort of early game is so much better than it used to be. It used to be, I don't know what it, what it used to be. It used to be kind of obtuse to a fault and kind of, well, do I f- go to another planet? How many planets should I check first before I decide to settle in here? Like, they have ways to, like, change your mind faster about where you put your base computer and if you want to make that your home planet or not because you found a cooler one later. Um, it's just, that game's great, dude. No Man's Sky is great. So now the big admission. <laughs> it's also never looked better. That game looks insane right now. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Here's my admission. I hate making this admission. But John Go was ahead, right Scott. about something. John said some time ago that No Man's Sky was is better at everything it does than than starfield is i hate to say this but he's right i think he's right like i i think it maybe took a while okay to really truly get there and it's and it's been nothing but positive uh, jumps every time they update it's like oh man hello software they love us look at them giving us free updates like and they still do we just got a new one a week ago which is why i reinstalled it um, when I couldn't get into Helldivers all this time, that's where I went and played that. And I played a ton of that game and I will continue oh, to play man, a ton of that. New ships look awesome. They do. I got this the new ships really cool. Looking. I got a ship from, uh, so I, back in my other playthroughs, I never got one of these, you know, the purple crystals you can, they're kind of rare and they're hard to find, but when you find a planet with those, it's a alternate fuel for a certain kind of ship. Maybe this is newer than even you guys have played. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't remember that, but. But I've got the, a few years, guys. So, uh, yeah, this, I'm watching a trailer now, and I'm like, I don't recognize anything. <laughs> There's a bunch of new shit in there. But that on-ramp early stuff, and I'm just playing a regular survival version of the game. I'm not doing creative or anything. Is so much, just feels so much smoother and, and, and worked out and, like, sensible. And I don't know how to explain it. It's just a better experience. And I'm having so much fun in there. And it just occurred to me the other night. I'm in the middle of doing something cool. And I went, oh, why can't Starfield do this? And then that voice of John's in the back of my head, no man's sky is better than Starfield. I'm sorry, Scott. I will say, though, to to Starfield's credit, I still maintain ship customization in Starfield and having that mid-tier of ship, you know, all of the Millennium Falcon where it's not quite a fighter, it's not quite a capital ship. You got a little room to move, but it's still, it's homey. Uh, I wish No Man's Sky had both those things um, and the ability to, to you know, dock directly with a, a ship and board it and take it over would be really cool, too. Yeah. So those are those are three things that I prefer in Starfield. Mm. Um, and uh, I wish No Man's Sky would steal it. Well, some of it they uh, have. You can be a pirate and board other ships, take all their shit, take the ships. Is it? It feels easier for No Man's Sky to take those three things than it does for Starfield to take everything <laughs> to take else. Everything else. <laughs> I watched a guide on YouTube where this dude is making uh, space credits just hand over fist by just pirating. He'll find a system that's a little vulnerable. And he has all these categories for why he would go after a certain system. And then he just clears that place out, takes, takes over everyone's ship, kills a bunch of dudes, takes their shit, makes tons of money. And it's his whole vibe. And then you can play that or you can go play, hey, I'm going to farm to make extra money passively while I'm out of the game. Or I can do these other 10 things or, you know, like they've even a few things like, you know, when you talk to those little knowledge stones and they would 
go, here's the geck word for penis or whatever. <laughs> yep, my, that's yeah. my first one I always seek out. I haven't found you gotta that one know, yet. You got to know when you're dealing with a penis in other alien languages. I'll invite Bo to, I'll, I should invite Bo to that planet. Um, <laughs> no, but whatever it was, uh, what they do now is they, it's just different now. You go and you click one of those, and instead of the usual like zoom in and kind of take control away and wait for text and click through it and everything – it doesn't do that anymore. It doesn't your first one, but now it, it just shows it. And it's a, in a, in a new kind of animated, like portal light thing opens up in it. It's like just different color and maybe even sound or whatever. It's little weird stuff like that, that I am definitely noticing where the polish has just been added to a bunch of stuff that I, so I as you guys are on. talking about it, I'm like reinstalling it because maybe we'll play it on the multiplayer Tuesday and yeah. I want to check things out. I would love that. Um, it's also one of the few games I noticed that every time I install it, it, the file size seems to get smaller. It's now a 13 gig <laughs> download. And I'm like, wasn't this 60 gigs at one point? I'm like, I don't why know is what it only doing. 13 gigs? Like, what happened? Maybe they're just optimizing the hell out of it. I don't know. I don't I know guess, what they're like doing. They're adding more stuff, but it, the, I'm just saying, I think the file size is getting, it's going to be 100 kilobytes in a few years it's just an incredible <laughs> shape right now and and i'm having so much fun getting back in and i don't know really enjoying it i'd love to do that new expedition with with friends because that's kind of the point of those right the expeditions are like co-op experiences and they can be yeah yeah because they it. it starts you all at the same spot everybody's the same starting point everybody's working on the same things together so it's not a bad way to uh to do it yeah and when those are done you just go back to your saves your normal and you can't mm-hmm. take all your shit with you um, yeah, I think I would like it. to do that. You you can either well the when you finish an expedition, you can keep playing. You basically can do a reset of that instance, or uh, you can just go back to your save and now pull up all the items you unlocked on that expedition on your main. Yeah. Um. There's lots of ability. You make a new if you start a new game, you start with all that stuff. So like I did the expedition where you get the Normandy as a support ship. Oh right. Yeah. Um. And any time I make a new game in No Man's Sky, I have access to the Normandy. So. Yeah, it's it's awesome that game. I'm gonna keep playing the shit out of that. I'm in the mood. Sorry, Starfield. For a hot minute, you and I had a thing going, but I I will say this: I know I throw a lot of shade, and it's going to seem like I threw even more by Scott saying John was right when he said No Man's Sky was better. I do occasionally stop and look at Starfield and go, reinstall that game. Should I play it again? Well, um, I take it all back. Then maybe, John was wrong. Maybe one day I will. <laughs> maybe one day. Me too. I you know it. what? They're going to come out with some announcements about their their actual updates they're doing. They've got some cool stuff on the horizon. It may we it, I may completely flip and go. Oh wow, they really improved this game. But there's just so much stuff. Even the com the space combat got better. When did that happen? Because the No Man's Sky space combat used to be kind of shit, and it's way better than it used to be. Yeah, they've been doing incremental improve- improvements on everything. feels like every time they do an update, it's like, hey, we redid this, we redid this. Yeah, like, I love it's it. It's really crazy, the stuff they're putting into that. And that makes they, me want to play that Light No Fire game they're working on now even more, because I just oh. feel like they've learned so much about i know i and i said it when they previewed it we're gonna fall for it again and like if you follow sean murray on twitter he has really good humor about it like he he knows like he even reposted somebody saying okay sean now when you go out there just don't over promise anything and then sean murray we're making earth <laughs> and then he just wrote he reposted it and went ah fuck 
like, <laughs> he acknowledges 100% yeah. where he went wrong. Doesn't mean they won't do it again. Yeah. Like, they still 100% could. But it does look really cool. Like, it, it looks, it so looks sick in a way that No Man's Sky, to me, doesn't didn't look sick. Even before it early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, this looks... This looks way more competent. I'm watching it now. There's just all kinds of colorful birds and trees, and they're saying it's all in-game footage. Like, I I don't think you need to be worried about them having a second No Man's Sky. I think this this thing's gonna launch. It already looks dope as hell. Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I, and at I'm this stage, at like with how No Man's Sky is now, like I don't even care. I would take a second No Man's Sky if it just oh, has I would to be too. a long road to get yeah. there. Like, yeah, it was frustrating and, mm-hmm. you know, I was so excited for the day it came out and then just like, I don't great. I'm having an okay time, but I don't think it's great. Um, but obviously they support it. Obviously they don't just abandon it and I'm so excited about the promise that that game could be. Yeah. No Man's Sky is so good. Yep. It's got rabbit people. Yeah, it does. I saw those in that town. Pudgy dragons. Rabbit people and pudgy dragons. Got a whole Uh, new... Okay, maybe you're right to be a little worried, but still. It looks so <laughs> good. like, oh man, pudgy dragons. Why <laughs> do you hate pudgy dragons, Bo? To me, pudgy dragons Wait. actually make more sense than thin dragons. No, no I don't hate pudgy dragons. What, did I give that oh. impression? No. Oh, I thought you did. No. I, think no, no, I, thought, I, just mean I like, thought that I, was a criticism of the D&D movie, and when I said pudgy dragons, you're like, oh, maybe you should. Oh, the worried. D&D dragon. You didn't like that dragon yeah. very no. much. Right. Yeah, I didn't care for it, but just because they did it, they did it dumb. It's not because I don't like pudgy dragons. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was just like it was just dumb Jumanji humor. You know what I mean? Like just the Hollywood. Uh, you know, here's four oh. people doing something weird. You know, let me the think about formula. that. I hadn't just thought handed, about that. I handed Bo a shovel. Again. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the D and D movie it was shit. Sorry guys. <laughs> oh, hand, hand me I the shovel like back. It. I'm sorry I handed. Sorry, it Sorry, I shouldn't to you. say it that way. Back. That's I'm just being I'm being hyperbolic. It's a great movie. If you enjoyed it, wonderful. I did enjoy it. Thank you very much. There you go. All right, <laughs> that'll stave off all that YouTube hate. It'll be good. You did it. Um, uh, but the no, the point I was talking about light. You were saying you didn't want to fall for the hype and Sean right. trying not to be hyped. And I'm like, I'm looking at this and it's already hyped. It's like, hard not to be. Yeah, it's yeah. super hype. Yeah. How can it you not be hyped? so hype? Like every second of this trailer is like hype. I'm just not thinking about it because I'm sure it's not going to be out for a while. So yeah. Looks real neat. Uh, yeah, I don't think. And I mean, they're they, smart. Maybe they do early access. Sean Murray. Yeah, they could. Access. He keeps. <laughs> they're no longer under the Sony thumb with this, though. Got to remember that was a big part of the problem last time. Is Sony yeah, had all these yeah. expectations of time and when, and they couldn't. They just couldn't do it. They don't have that now. This will be their. They choose when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. So I have. They, I have they, a, they, they still could do early access. Sean. Yeah, they could. But they yeah. have earned. But see, that goes against your whole thing with survival games early access, right? They, well, no, I mean, I'm not going to go whole hog till it's 1.0, but jumping in gives us a time to go like, ooh. See, when a game launches and it's like, ooh, then it's like, game, they they all deserve, uh, they should never have been born. That's how bad they messed up. But when your game is like launched in EA and it's bad, people are like, ooh, I hope they fix this. Yeah. You know, like people are, yeah. you slap the words early access on a purchase in Steam and people all of a sudden are like, have a bit of space for you to like, you know, listen to feedback. But if you launch it, oh no, 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 no. That's terrible. Yeah. Don't, that's like Helldivers is an amazing game, but it's getting foibled. Like 
you know, because people can't play the game and they get frustrated, which is like understandable. But if it was early access, everyone would be like, hey guys, it's early access, chill out. Mm. All they had to do is slap an EA title on it. But anyway, yeah, we'll see. do that, I guess. We'll see what they do. But yeah, for now, No Man's Sky, they, and they announced the other day, they said 2024 will be their biggest updates they've ever done to No Man's Sky. Cause they're, so they seem like in, there are no, you know, position to stop supporting No but Man's they Sky. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't confirmed, but they also haven't denied that the Earth is actually related to the other game in some weird way. That'd be awesome. Like if you slap a dragon, a star blows up in No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. You're just thinking like butterfly effect shit. Going like, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, I yeah. love that. I love that. Every time I every time I scan a a, a mineral. Uh, a, a yeah. purple bird gets its wings or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. Like that. That's amazing. Uh, anyway, that's what I played. Sorry that all took so long, everybody. John, let's get over to the 2K23 WWE, soon to be 24. Brock Brock Lesnar uh, controversy aside, uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've been reading about your game, and they, there's some controversy about that new one, but it's mostly about him. I guess Lesnar did something shitty or something. So now they're like, well, he's still in the game, but he's not on the cover, and the whole thing i think there's a lot of speculation that brock lesnar did something shitty i don't i don't know i haven't followed it there's there's vince mcmahon did some truly awful things it sounds like yeah he sucks um, Isn't that and the it sounds like uh no or? like this is like this is really bad bo oh, <laughs> this is like okay. this is like not funny bad this okay. is <laughs> this is like really really bad yeah um, bad. And it sounds like Brock Lesnar might have been named in some of that stuff too. Yeah. So we're talking um, human trafficking. Anyway, don't sex know. Lots of yeah. we're that's all playing out, and we'll continue to play out. But uh, you know what hasn't had any real controversy yet? Mm. Um, progress. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just awkward transition here. Progress. Like so far, very few controversies. Um, it ends next week. At least the WWE 2K23 uh, ends next week. Um, we are we are quickly heading to our big final free preview on this particular game, and then after that, we are moving over to uh, the new game. I'm going to take a month off at least and uh, get things moved over, and it's going to be kind of a fresh start for Frog Wrestling, kind of a reinvention uh, for you are used to the way things are going right now. Everything's going to change after that. So uh, building up to that big free preview next week, we kind of know what it's going to look like in terms of matches. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't wait. To to, I can't wait to see myself in just jeans before they became jorts in the new, in yeah, the new is season. That, is that what you want? Maybe yeah. I should actually, you, I made what like everybody else on this roster got consulted. Yeah. You, I just made, yeah, like, you just yes, made, that's me. not he, actually Bo too. I didn't ask Bo any questions. He got built by committee with a chat room live. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it that. was, uh, it, it, neither of you really had any input. Everybody else that got asked, it was like, Hey, are you okay with this? You know, do you have any ideas? And you know, some people said they didn't have any ideas. Like Randy was super into it. He wanted to do like promos and stuff, but like he gave me no character work. So he wound up being a chef. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't give me details. So I just picked one. Um, some people were very in, into it and very specific about what they wanted. So, uh, you know, now we're going to do a new start and we're going to, we're going to figure things out. Man, watching Diane Tallis, Diane Tallis just kick your ass out here outside the ring. 
It's kind of yeah. rough to see, man. Just kicking your well, ass. Well, Talis is, you know, he's rough business. I just saw Mark Spagnolo drop you uh, yep. on your head. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Now, now Dianthalus is... Mark. He's... <laughs> Diane Talis just did something to me. I couldn't even tell you what that was. I looked unholy. What did he just do to me? What is know. he doing? All right, well. He's, cr- he's crazy, man. He's the arch arch fay of carnage. Yeah. You never know what he's going to do. Yeah, he's rough. Uh, well, all right. That's awesome. Can't wait for more. Also, apparently, uh, Deep Rock Galactic Survivor got his claws in you deep. Yeah, so I said it felt like maybe it was coming out a little a little late last week. Um, but uh, I will tell you, I don't necessarily feel differently about that. But I will say, um, after spending a lot more time with it, much like the original Vampire Survivors, the deeper you go in these games, the more rewarding it feels like it becomes. And uh, it's it's a case of that is I'm hitting that stride with it. I'm starting to get to where I can survive longer. I'm starting to get where the abilities and the upgrades I'm getting are absolutely insane and getting some builds that it's just like, oh, this feels broken. This feels great. Um, and, you know, having having more and more fun with uh, with the game overall. And uh, I think there's definitely this game has the vampire survivors magic. I'll say that, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you don't like vampire survivors, I don't think this game converts you. Uh, It is a tried and true one of those. But if you do like those types of games, this game, damn good one of those. And uh, was a fantastic game. If I couldn't kill bugs and hell divers, too, I went and killed bugs here. And uh, it was super fun. The mining doesn't exactly reinvent anything, but it is a cool addition. You know, like it doesn't feel. It's vital enough to not feel like it's just a gimmick, but it's not so essential that it feels like, oh, please come play this game for the mining. Does but scratch the mining my... is fun. It gives you something else to do besides like, oh, I'm just dodging enemies. Right. It's It scratches my itch to gain all the stuff in other words i see gold and i want it i want the gold like i just i gotta go get it even though it's maybe disadvantageous for me to do so with a swarm of bugs after me but i i have that feeling of like well i gotta get the gold like yeah sometimes they put it in hot lava and you think it's like why am i considering this but i gotta get it i gotta get it (laughs) like what if a legendary upgrade pops between missions and i don't have enough gold for it what's a little fire to my dwarf feet if uh if I can't afford that legendary upgrade. Oh, that reminds so, me. You you speaking of dwarf feet, you were speaking very fondly of the engineer last week. Have you unlocked everybody and do you have a new favorite or do you stick with the engineer? What do you where are you? I have everybody. So I did get the driller, which is what I play, or whatever he's called, the guy with the, you know, the drill thing. Yeah. Um, which is what I play in the main game. So I I don't like him. <laughs> But I'm making I'm making myself like him because right. he's my guy in the main game. So he's the one I have the highest level with and have unlocked the most with and done the most with. But it is from sheer force of will. I think the engineer is far and away the best character in this game. Like the turret builds are a, a lot of fun, but I I. Uh, Like the miner isn't bad. Like it is fun to go in and have more of a focus on the mining. Like that's when I truly started enjoying the mining in this game Um, because his mechanic is he mines very, very quickly um, and his gun only shoots behind him. 
So you can see uh, his initial gun. You get plenty of upgrades that do other things, but his initial weapon is a gun that just shoots behind him. Mm. So you can kind of see the natural flow of how that works. Well, he's going to be busy mining the entire time, and the gun will shoot at anything that's behind him as he goes, whereas like the gunner is kind of the opposite of that. Has an amazing gun, does a ton of damage, lots of fire before you have to reload, but you have to be facing the enemies. So if you're going to try and mine as the gunner, you're going to have a hard time because if you're facing the wall, you're not shooting any of the bugs with your best gun. So they do a good way of, uh, they found a good way to really balance the dwarves where they feel like they're doing different things when you play as them and you have different goals. So I do like the, I do like the mining on the driller, um, but his his weapons are a lot of radius based type stuff. So, you know, if you've played Vampire Survivors, it's a lot of like garlic and the <laughs> spinning Bibles and stuff like that is yeah. kind of what you're getting in with the uh, with the driller. And you you unlock a bunch of different weapons that do change it over time. But the initial builds with him, like that's what it is. It's a lot of radius stuff and sure. dragging enemies through effects and stuff like that. Right. And uh, I didn't love that at first, but I have kind of forced myself to stick with it. Now I'm starting to get more projectile-based stuff. Like I got my cool little axe, which acts like a boomerang. It flies out and then comes back and um, weapons like that. So there's just it's just deep. Yeah. It's deep Rock Galactic. Deep Rock Galactic. There's lots of stuff yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Rock Get and Stone. Get in there and try it. It's fantastic. Rock, Rock and, and Stone. Baby. Rock and Stone, everybody. They sold a million copies in like four days and... That was, I think, well beyond their expectations. So if you want to go see what the hype's about, that game's available now. It's, I think it's still on sale, right? It's still less than 10 bucks, whatever it is. I don't know because I bought it already. Bo, let's get over to you. Yep. Let's, let's talk some. Let's act like it's the instance 2008 so, in here. All right. What, <laughs> yeah. All right. It's the World of Warcraft uh, Season of Discovery section. I'm just going to give our Phase 2 guild some due this go around. Not too long, but uh, that's pretty much. But aside from Hell Divers, that's the other game I played. But before I start, Scott, yeah, I have a beep 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 new game alert. Uh oh, uh, do we have a sound uh, effect for that? Hold on, here you go. We'll use that for everything now. Yeah. So, um, have you heard of Solium Infernum? No. Tell me more. Uh, I just saw it on Steam released two days ago. Solium or today, Infernum. today it is a it's civilization except it's in hell. What? Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, I have to interrupt everything because I just didn't want to interrupt John. But as soon as I got a moment to speak, because it just—I don't know—I just popped up into my field of vision. Hundred percent rating so far. I'm in. I'm in. I don't care Again. what's going on. I love this so, shit. Tw- it's only twelve reviews. I don't know, but it was rated pretty highly, and, and it looks cool. Anyways, just saying, just bookmark it. But maybe one of us will play it. Uh, not much to say. Just oh. just came out today. <laughs> I'm and so uh, I know you're a Civ enjoyer. I am also a Civ enjoyer. Don't think, John, is, do you play Civ? I played a lot yeah, of Civ, right? Yeah. Uh, look, it is one of the permanently installed games on my computer. Why do I think you kind of hate Civ. grand strategy games? Am I confusing I you with somebody else? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably really. Crofton, because Crofton hates yeah, everything. Probably Crofton. Yeah. Crofton's like close enough to where they get mistaken for him because Crofton thinks he's a rogue. He, like we were talking about people have different kinds of intelligence. He's intelligent in a different kind of way. Where strategy is not really part of it, grand strategy. I mean, um, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, now that uh, we mentioned him, he's going to be in our Discord, being insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're not wrong. Uh, yeah, we see you, Crofton, posting little like "pay attention to me" gifts. Sure, <laughs> just 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 say what you want to say. Don't be coy. No one no one no one likes a coy boy in the in the the core chat. Um. All right. Uh. Anyways, enjoy that. Uh. Little Thank you for that. Is, I had yes. no idea this was a thing. I am absolutely I'm, getting this. I've already spent tons on games. I need to budget it out a little bit, but it's so hard. I want to buy that thing instantly. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> oh, today. Yeah, so, launch was today. You're right. Yeah, Civilization in Hell. I'm like, oh, oh, is this. Yeah, dude. I love hell. I love civilization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're into you're into both those things in equal measure. More I, I more really... mashup fodder just getting thrown out there right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Clip yeah, anyway, it. Let's clip talk, it and save it for it a rainy ship day. It. Yeah, clip it and ship right. it. All right, so let's talk about World of Warcraft Season of Discovery. As you know, Phase 2 came out. I haven't talked about it a lot because people are just leveling and discovering stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And um, But uh, the Core Guild has finally uh, made its first attempts this past week to do Nomergon, the new big raid. And um, as you can see there on the screen, we uh, I've cleared three of six uh, bosses so far in Nomergon. And the new fights have been really fun, some of them. I really don't like Electrocutioner, but... Um, this, I wanted to shout out this crowd pummeler fight because it's like playing an Elden Ring boss. Like, is you're not really doing much like on the rotation or button presses. He just has big wind up abilities that punch you off into a deep pit, and you gotta like move out of the way. Sure. And I, I just wanted to say like that fight is really awesome. <laughs> I was like, whoa! I'm glad I got to experience this raid because like that fight is cool. That's cool. Uh, but anyways, we're having a good time in there. You know, it's never too late to come join core guildies. The whole idea of the core guild is, um, we know uh, from the heroes days, it's enjoyable to play games with your favorite core hosts. And this is one way you can do that. So, yep. you know, we don't, it's not like a elites only kind of thing. So come in and hang out. And the people in there, it's like a cult. They they want more of you to join. They're like, Bo, please get more players into the core guild to play World of Warcraft. Yeah. Season okay. Discovery. Can I ask you this one question? This stuff that's new uh, in Season 2 or Part 2, whatever they're Phase calling two. it. Phase, Phase 2. Phase 2. Is it, like, visually, they're still making things that weren't there before look like it's old, right? I mean, you know, to, to match the aesthetic of a 2004 video. Yeah, game. they're not like updating it so dramatically that it looks like it's from retail or anything okay. like that. But, you know, they're putting new stuff in that didn't exist before. You'll find new NPCs and, I don't know, some stuff does look like it gets touched up a little bit, but it's it's definitely not retail quality. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. Now that's that's probably but, a good thing. That's what people are there for. Yeah, like I, I found this guy. I don't know if he looks identical to how we did back in the day, but I found his animations looked really crisp and you know, like it was a fun fight. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Cool. That being said, it's Nomergon. You got to turn the music off in there because it's. Oh, that'll kill you after a while. It's terrible. It's terrible. Almost as bad. It's not even like a dungeon. Yeah. So, yeah. It's almost as bad um, as, also, as gnomes themselves. They're pretty bad, too. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, we this new phase brings us to level cap of 40, and I got my mount. And oh, that's great. And it, nice. And I shout out Worm Skull and Terror Skull for uh, sending me 20. I used my privilege to tax people <laughs> 20 gold per player. Yeah. Optional, of course, but, you know, uh, if you want to become a favored citizen of the core guild, you can always send me 20 gold. <laughs> And um, <laughs> Best so I value. got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, you know, I, I got a few donations from Worm Skull and Terror Skull of the Skull family. I'm also a member of the Skull family. I have an alt called Gore Skull. So Gore Skull. we have two big families in the core guild. We got Skulls. So if you want to name your character anything Skull, you'll be part of the Skull family. Also, Smash. If you want to name your uh, a character something Smash, we have a Cali Smash and a Kirk Smash and some other Smashes I think are in there too. That's a family in the guild as well. Wow. Anyways, um, but thank you. I have my Kodo, and I can now mount around and uh, lord it over people who haven't accumulated 100 gold yet. It's great. That's perfect. You are. That's the um, only mount for the Torrens. You got to have a Kodo mount. That's the only way to yeah, do it. Yeah, you need to be exalted with the other f- races to get their mount. And mm. It's probably not happening to level 60. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a lot of effort. Because I still um, say, even I'll, in retail, all these years later, they don't look good on anything but a Kodo. Those stupid cow people. They just look bad yeah, on all I, mounts. I, I, they seem to be right at home on the Kodo for yeah. sure with how big they are. I mean, I love how big my Torrin is. Like, he can reach really far yeah. with his weapon, you know. It's yeah. fun. Um, yeah, so I wanted to just shout out a good job. And we're going to be raiding again on Saturday, No Morgan, Core Community Day. And we also do BFD runs. The old raid is still relevant. You get XP now in that raid, which is kind of weird for raids because it's usually max level content. But you actually get like a – you'll probably get 80% of a level doing the raid. Mm. which is pretty huge. Yeah. And if you have the sleeping bag where everyone can sleep in the sleeping bag together, you'll get 3% more experience and that's a little buff to your, your shit as well. Nice. Um, so anyways, BFD runs are still happening. They're a lot easier now that you can be over level 20. You can be over leveled for the raid. So it's like still a bit of a challenge, but not that much depending on who's there and you get gear and experience and then i guess the last thing to say it's been kind of fun revisiting old content like ulduman razor fen downs mm. and scarlet monastery i've done all these dungeons and uh it's you know fun fun to go back and live the old classic life yep but you're, with runes to make the content a lot easier you're the wow lord so. here on the show now uh yeah yep. the turns we have tables we yep. give you the title you can yeah. have it scepter's yours yep. the throne is yours whatever you want well, I'm kind of I'm kind of in for the season of discovery. I don't know if I'll do future seasons. What's kind of nice is it's a you know limited time event, and then we can think of maybe we'll play Elder Scrolls online. Do they do seasons in there? They do. Yeah, you know we can move the guild to 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 something else, or move the community day to some other game. That's that true. Be World of Warcraft forever. So, yeah. But I'm in for I'm in for the season of discovery. It has been a good time. So. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to tell everybody that I'm still playing Unreal Tournament toward 2004, like a wild man. Just to mention that. Unreal I thought Tournament. it was 99. Oh, yeah. You're we were playing both. We're, now? We're, we're playing both. So two last week we played 99 again, and on Friday we're playing 2K4 again. So we go a little bit Which back and forth. Which is your definitive favorite? You oh, my favorite one. of all time is is 2K4. I love that game because it yeah. a, it added a ton of stuff, but also pretty true to what 99 was. Um, um, I don't know. There's something about it. Something about that one in particular. It just gets me. And I like the big, I like the big onslaught mode stuff. The war mode stuff is really cool. Um, if you can get the right people in there for a team, uh, that's a very fun way to play that game. But even it's just good old fashioned. It's it's also like unreal engine two, which was what, uh, 2k four was based on still looks nice. It's still like, looks like a, it's a, it's, 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 it's held up visually as compared to 99, 99's a very old, kind of ugly game. Still yeah. plays amazing, no complaints. But I don't know, there's something about four, 2K4 that feels a little more immersed. I don't know. I just like that. I like them both. 
and they're both we're running two servers so we just play whatever we feel like playing and it's going great. Nice. I still got to get in there with you guys one of these days. Anytime you want, you're in. And we got a link now to easily, if you don't have 2K4 installed or have it on Steam, we have an easy way to get it now, plus a way to connect and change change your resolution. Oh, I see. We have, we have a page for 2004, retro. Retrogib.com. <laughs> is this one? You can't buy it anywhere. It's, it's an archive. Yeah, they don't let you buy it anymore. Um, that's an epic thing. That just is not for sale anywhere. So if you've ever owned it before, or even if you never did, we have we have fun links on there. It'll help you out. Let's put it that way. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. That's it for that. Let's take a break. When we come back, another Core Crush Co-op Edition. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. I, I, how did we do last week? Who won? I don't remember. I did, I think. Uh, you did. You won. Bo said you had it easy. I asked my uh, impartial referee. She agreed. Yeah. So uh, you have it harder this week, Scott. Okay. Um, Nobody said it was easy. <laughs> so we're going to get into yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be Playing fun. Core game show. So we're going to do that right after this break when we come back. So please stay tuned. We're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. John's prepared another little game for us this week. And uh, John, I'll just let you take it away. How's this going to work? Yeah, same deal as last week. But instead of picking uh, weird fake people that we have crushes on, now we're going to pick actual physical video games that we have crushes on. (laughs) Uh, In honor of Helldivers 2 and the fun we've been having, I had Scott, Bo, our community, and myself all list Not necessarily our top favorites, but some of our favorite co-op experiences and provide me a list in the case of Scott and Bo, a list of five games each from them. And uh, I'm going to tell you, this one's going to be definitely harder because I will I will say this. The, The Venn diagram for this has almost nothing on the outskirts. So many people sent me something that overlaps with each other's. Mm. So. I picked one, just like last time, I'm going to list three games. One is a game that was on Scott's list. One is a game that was on my list. And one is a game that was sent to me by the community. I've done my best not to pick ones that were doubled or tripled up. Um, but there are a few in there, especially because I got a few responses after I'd already made the list and they took ones that had already been used. So uh it's going to be a little more challenging this time. And Bo said, apparently he was right. Scott had an easier time last week. So I think Scott's challenge is harder this week. We'll see what the agreement <laughs> is. Scott, let's start with you. First image, I'm going to name three games. One of these is Bo's, one of Bo's favorite uh, co-op experiences. One of these is mine. And one of these is one from the community. So on this first image, we have the game Barrow Trauma. We have the game Planet Side, yeah. and we have the game Valheim. All right. And I'm to tell you which is his pick. What is his pick? What is my pick? And what is the community's pick? All right. Community is going to be Bro Trauma. I have that game, but you guys have never talked about it, so there's no way it's you two. So Community Bro bro Trauma. Um, bo... Bo... Ooh. Bo Planet Side, you Valheim. Oh, that doesn't incorrect. sound right. Oh, nope, shit. you said it. You locked it in. I already said incorrect. Right. So that is a point lost. Take another guess. Mm. Bo Valheim, John Planet Side, Bro Trauma Community. 
That is correct. You get two <sighs> points for this one. Damn, dude. All right, I'll take it. All right. I forgot. Bo, to, I forgot to give myself a first. What? That was forgetting it wrong. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Bo. Uh, Escape Academy, Halo Combat Evolved, and NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Oh, geez. Where is it? And one of these is you, right? One of these is me. One of these is Scott. One of these is the community. You what do you think, Arthur? Correct order. I lost. What the, do you think, Arthur? I lost the image. Is the name of that Sweet. cat Arthur? I love that name for a cat. That's Arthur. Yeah, that's say adorable. Arthur. Say I had a core, the core community. It looks Arthur. like Jonesy from uh, Aliens. It does look yeah. like Jonesy from Aliens. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Hey, buddy, Mrs. Mommy, she's Aww. out of work, isn't he? Coming to bug me for food. <laughs> All right, now they're anyway, up. Um, Escape Academy, Halo Combat Evolved, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, you said? That's the one I have yep. up. Okay, we're good. So, Scott, Escape Academy. No. Yeah, maybe? I don't know, man. Scott, Escape Academy, John, NBA Jam, the community, Halo Combat Evolved. Incorrect. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so how about uh, Scott, uh, Halo Combat Evolved, John, NBA Jam, and Community Escape Academy? Incorrect. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Scott, NBA Jam, John, Halo Combat Evolved, Community Escape Academy. That is correct. One point on the board for both. We did it, Arthur. We Nicely done. Oh, all right, it. going back Good to Scott. Us. Next one to figure out here. We have Borderlands 2, Sea of Thieves, and the Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers video game. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, boo. Okay. okay, I'll say Community Borderlands, even though I know Bo's a big fan. Or has been. Um, I'll say Bo for Sea of Thieves in this Lord of the Rings business, the community. That is incorrect. Damn it. Um, oof. All right. John, Lord of the Rings. Bo. Uh, Bo Borderlands, Sea of Thieves community. That is correct. Two oh. points on the board for Scott. All right. I'll take it. I feel good about it. <laughs> All right. All right, Bo. Next one. Deep Rock Galactic. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade. The arcade game. And Bubble Bobble. Uh, Scott, Deep Rock Galactic. John, TMNT. Community Bubble Bobble. That is incorrect. Oh, I mean, yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Scott, Deep Rock Galactic, Community TMNT, John Bubble Bobble. That is correct. Two points on the board for oh, Bo. Wow. That was a shot in the dark. I was like, does John like Bubble Bobble that much that he put it on here? Apparently I so. I like Bubble Bobble. Bubble I used to play rocks. that all the time with my friends. Yeah, that game okay. rules. And the what the bust a move thing in the States or whatever, that multiplayer was amazing. That game. Anyway. Um, all right, Scott, your last one, your last chance to get the points on the board here. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, Helldivers 2, and Diablo 3. Okay. Well, shit. Um, 
<laughs> I, hey, I tried to pick games I knew Bo liked to make yours hard. Yeah. As far as I know, Bo likes all three of these games very much. Yeah, I think he does. I think you do. Maybe Dark Tide yeah, being the weak too. one. All right, I'm going to give Dark Tide to Bo. I'll give you Helldivers. I take that back. I'm going to give the community Helldivers, and I'm going to give you Diablo 3. That is correct. Three points yeah! on the board for you. Woo! Uh, Bo, unfortunately, there is no way for you to win this game, but let's go ahead and do, do the last uh, one for fun. your yeah. last one just for fun. Your last three are X-Men Legends, Terraria, and Left 4 Dead. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh, jeez. <laughs> Scott Left 4 Dead, John X-Men Legends, Community Terraria. 100% correct, Bo. Three points on the board. Finally for scored you. a three for Jesus. So Scott wins by one point. Very close. <laughs> it Very was close. close game. It was close. That one was a little trickier. I just about screwed that last one up. So I'm glad I thought a you little were very close it. to messing up the last one. Well, the last and one was would have ended in a tie, and I need to come up with an idea for a tiebreaker because both times it was close, and I had no oh, plans. I'm if surprised. You tied. I'm surprised I was that close. I really pulled ahead. I guess. Yeah, no, we did good. I, I, yeah, whatever it is next week, it will really determine the the true leader here, right? Because it'll it'll be the tiebreaker. So John, yeah, no, sure. no, no uh, pressure. Wait, what tiebreaker? Yeah. You've won both times. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, the there's best. no tiebreaker. Never mind. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Oopsies. <laughs> we'll see you, but I do like doing this game show. It's fun. I get a lot of messages from the community. It lets us talk about games we haven't talked. I haven't thought about X Men Legends in a million years that was almost marvel ultimate alliance mm -hmm. and then i was like but what was the x-men game that inspired it because that's really what the one that i played the most of at first i had to go look it up i couldn't even remember the name but i spent so many hours in this game i remember liking um, it at the time i played it back yeah. in the day it was good and same with Lord of the Rings Two Towers. I was just trying to think of obscure games, co-op games that I like. And again, everybody, like almost every list I had had some form of Divinity Original Sin 2 or Baldur's Gate 3 or and that was on some of your lists and and some of my lists. So it was really, really hard to find unique ones in this case because it turns out co-op, a lot of people like a lot of the same games. Yeah, there's a, there's kind of some common picks for sure. I tried Someone. to get outside of the box a little bit with mine, and if we do this again, um, you know, feel free to go a little outside of the box for you guys. I will try and let you know more in advance. I bad habit of telling you guys like an hour before the show starts. <laughs> well, it worked out today uh, for us, but I, I feel bad that you have to cram. So whatever you need, you just let us know because these are fun. I like this a lot. Well, do you have an idea for next week? Maybe we can tease it out now. Let's see. Um, uh, I don't know. What should we do for next week? I, I don't want to just be like top favorite video games of all time. I kind of like breaking it into genres and stuff like that. How about favorite? It's always, oh, go ahead. No. I was going to say it's always pertinent to what's going on in the news, too. So like mm -hmm. it's Valentine's Day and then that was... Uh, yeah, you know, Helldivers. Helldivers week. Uh, so, you know. Sure. Who knows? Next week's Final Fantasy week, I guess. Ooh, so, so oh, JRPGs. Let's do JRPGs. Final Fantasy characters. Or favorite. Top fa Final Fantasy characters are pretty good. Okay. We'll have to figure out. Although, Scott, can you put five together? Sid, 
Sid and Sid, and maybe Sid and that's, Sid as well. That's technically a legitimate answer, actually. <laughs> have favorite yeah. Sids. Give us all Give your Give all five sids. of my favorite Sids. No, I, I think I could still make that one work. It will make things interesting. You know interesting. what? Let's do, uh, let's do a list of favorite JRPGs. Okay. I can definitely do that. Drippages. Yep. Drippages. All right. I'll get you my list of five sooner than later. And uh, so will Bo. And then everyone will be happy. And again, it doesn't have to be your top five. Feel free to brand. Like these were not by any means my top five favorite co-op games. What I thought of. So like just five that were influential and important yeah. to you and See, all I, that. I didn't count Planet Side because it was an MMO, not a co-op game. Yeah, but- I know. I kind of branched out on that. That was just a mean shot at. Scott, honestly, but yeah. mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> appreciate it. I'm not. It's, I was, I was like, like, there's oh, no way he one. won't think it's Planet Side. Yeah, yeah. I would have said that one if I had included it in my my rules, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Well, that was that's the idea, right? Is some of these crossover, and we're like, wait a minute, Bo likes both of those things a lot. So <laughs> which one? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Let's move on to some quick other news that happened. Whoops, that's the wrong damn thing. Hold on. That's not it. That was good. Where is it? There it is. Uh, Dead Island 2 got a surprise launch on Game Pass today. Uh, It is only on Xbox Game Pass, not on PC. The reason for that, I think, is because Epic still has PC exclusivity for a while longer. Um, But that that game is coming to Steam soon and will also be coming to Game Pass PC, but right now it's not. I've been looking forward to playing that, so I'm I kind of I think I'm going to fire that up on the Xbox and give it a shot. That, yeah, that's a good one. I thought I heard good things about it. It seems like, very divisive. I feel like I either hear like, "Oh, what garbage," or um, "Oh, it's so good." Yeah. Although this did just make me open up Game Pass because even though you told me it wasn't on PC, I was like, "I'll show him. I'll open it and see for myself." Yeah. Um, I didn't know Bluey the video game is on there now, and yeah. so is Tales of Arise, which was another one that I had been thinking about yeah. playing. I've been wanting to try Tales of Arise as well, even though it seems like a game I wouldn't care about, very anime and stuff. But there's something about that. Every time I see video, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to try it. Yeah, kind of want to give it a try. Maybe I give that a swing. But anyway, um, so g- good deal, everybody. Watch for that. I mean, Dead Island 1 still, I I don't know if this is a whole different discussion, but as far as like game trailers that affected me, that trailer for that first game, still an all-timer. I can't think it of it. It is either. really good, but we're, we're talking about the trailer. That game the is game had problems. nothing like that trailer. It doesn't match tone. It doesn't match a single damn thing. No, nope. this game. new game, the tone is a lot more close to this trailer for the new one, and I've heard good things. Um, I like zombie game so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot we'll maybe talk about it next week i'm watching the trailer next the steam page is up for it releases yeah. 22nd of april yeah uh, you know the graphical uh dismemberment and uh destruction of zombies is pretty next level like it seems pretty like wow good right yeah. like it's very graphic and yeah i think if you're into that and you like melee combat and you like you know putting weird weapons together and stuff. And there's some humor in there. I think it's, it's supposed to be pretty good. So I'm going to give that a shot. Elden ring DLC shadow of the entry hits in June. We finally have a date and we have a price. 40 bucks is what that will cost you. Scott. Erd tree. What'd I say? Entry? Entry. I keep doing that. It's Erd tree. I hate the name Erd. So it throws me. But anyway, Erd tree. Uh, That hits in June. It's going to cost you 40 bones. That's 
higher than most DLCs, but as I, I've noticed that no one cares, they're all happy. So I don't care. Yeah. Know. Immediate. My first thought, as soon as you said it's $40, I don't care. Yeah. The only thing I would spend more money on is I wish I could, uh, I wish I could have the section of my brain that has played Elden Ring wiped so I can play it again. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I it is sad to me that if I play that game again, I will, go in with knowledge you, that I already possess. Yeah. You should become a Sharon worshiper, worshiper of Shar. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Will, will yeah. that make you forget? Although Shar's kind of mean. I don't think she'd do it right, mm. but like I, yeah. I Sh- wish I could just forget my knowledge. Yeah. Shadow Hearts God is like, <laughs> you know, can make you forget your memories. So, huh? What I need, so I Elden Ring is a phenomenal game. Um, truly, truly a special game. Um, and uh, I'm extremely excited for this. Well, ten bosses yep. in an area that is uh, as big as the Limgrave section of the first game. Oh wow, that's big. Yeah, it's big. Holy shit! Okay, I really should play that first and game. Probably <laughs> densely packed. I'd be willing to bet. Yeah, like, probably going to be like I saw some of the bosses in there and new monsters. I was like, holy shit! Like it was genuinely, you're like, whoa! Can't wait to fight that. I'm well, like, some some of the other news around this was that they had been asked if they had other plans for additional content after this, and they said we don't right now, but but you never know was the answer. So maybe you'll get more than one DLC. Save eighty I mean, bucks it just in case. Like hotcakes. <laughs> it's almost as much as the main game. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these games are always trying to find out ways to get more money out of their base price. And I think when your game is successful and critically lauded as something like Elden Ring, you can get away with a forty dollar, quote unquote, yeah. DLC package. Well, and they also pitch. haven't been bleeding us dry for the past two years exactly. since that game came out. Yep. There's been no microtransactions, right? Yep. They deserve so, it. So, yeah, it's probably fine. And I'd be willing to bet they put pretty good amount of effort into what you're you're buying here. Like, yeah, it looks so cool. I'm watching it right now. It's so awesome. I'll be yeah, thinking about it. The creature design. Like, Scott, I know you're not always the biggest in these games, but looking at that trailer, looking at the creatures that are in that, that has to. Oh, it's awesome. That has to make you feel something. It does. From it an always perspective. Yeah, it always does. Like their stuff is impeccable. No one does it like they do it. I just wish I liked Souls likes more, but that's a me problem. Um, but I maybe do, this is the one. We got to get you in with Bo. Let him be your, you know, your manager. Yeah. What What do they call it? Them in the game? Isn't there like a helper? What's the name of the the lady that sits at camp with you sometimes? Oh, the little and weird anime her, lady. What um, is her name? I don't know. I don't know you're you're um like aren't you an unsullied or something like that you're yeah no. there was a joke for a long time where you would say it maiden about i'll be your maiden ma- it's a yeah maiden. yeah maiden because that was i was trying to think of what was the insult where people were calling each other maidenless for a long time yeah mm. well the game calls you maiden he's like oh you're maidenless loser yeah okay. <laughs> this is a real basic no no maidens yeah let Bo be your maiden scott and <laughs> let him train you I mean, look at this! Look at this hairy egg with an arm hanging out of it. That's badass. That's in the first game, actually. I never yeah. got there. I don't know where that is. Where is that? Is that early? Is that late? Um, uh, it's, it depends on when you go to it. Yeah, it's deep beneath the earth. I will say that. Okay. Because when you go underground, uh, there's a sky full of stars, not a dirt ceiling as you'd expect. Because this world is weird. Yeah, visually, there is it really there is very little to compare to this. Like just art, from an artistic direction standpoint. It's insane. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah, look, it, it's 
Yeah, it's a pretty. It's a the in terms of vibe. Like, yes, it doesn't have lore that makes any sense, or maybe it does. I don't want to trigger anyone, but you know, it's very. <laughs> yeah. But the vibe it gives off while you're exploring it is like nothing else. Even like their own games, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty. I think it it was it's loud, lauded, lauded, loaded, lauded, lauded, lauded. Yeah, it's yeah. lauded for a reason compared to all the other games. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> also the trailer for the Borderlands movie came out and I've never been more torn on a thing in my life. Um, I think what's going on here in my head is I really like Kate Bent Blanchett. I really like, um, uh, what's her beak. Can I give her name all of a sudden? Jamie, Jamie, Lee, Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. I I'm okay with Jack Black and I'm okay with Kevin Hart. Most of the time I don't like Eli Roth and every movie he's ever directed has always rubbed me wrong but maybe he'll pull this off. I like Craig Mazin, the writer producer. He made last of us and, uh, the Chernobyl series on HBO. Like there's all those positives, but I don't like Eli Roth's directing. So I'm nervous about that. So I don't know what to think of this. I'm kind of just like it's tough to decide either way. Yeah. Yeah. It's- I was kind of quasi hopeful from the look and from the initial part of the trailer. And, then I'll tell you, sometimes it's one thing and I'm going to be extremely nitpicky and tell you the exact moment that this trailer lost me. It's the moment that the the girl goes, it's in my mouth. Yeah. I hate it. I yeah. hate when oh, people yeah. like that like joke pee-pee. is so no, it's not even that. But it, it's the fact that somebody is going to just be sitting there going like the joke's already made. They've already dug it into the ground and they're going to punctuate it with it's in my mouth. The joke that's been in like everything. But I, I mean, if, if, if I hate if it, you got if you got pee in your mouth, you'd probably say that, too. Like, I that's wouldn't probably- say it was in my mouth. I would spit and wipe. I wouldn't talk about going, it. And someone would be like, oh, how are you holding up? And you'd be like, it's in my mouth. It's so gross. No, I wouldn't. I would not yeah. say that. I don't think but anybody would say it's, that. It seems completely artificial you, to me. You think it's an overused trope that is. Oh, 100%. I 100% agree. I, I, feel like, I feel like it's on my mouth. It's in my mouth is the first draft line when you're trying to figure out how she's going to react to getting pee on her face. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think it'd be better if it was like, why does it taste like avocado? Or something like that. That would be better. Yes. I'm yeah. not saying that's that's amazing, but you know what? It'd be a hell of a lot better. Um right. I you know, it's all subjective. Let people enjoy it, you know, if they're gonna enjoy it. I I feel like that was the moment for me where I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. Yeah, I can't tell. I just keep going back and forth. I, I think we're so it's because it, like the the trailer itself gives off like part Jumanji, part budget guardian of the galaxy vibes. And you're, you know, you're like, okay, a movie with your video game IP. That's just another version of the movie made a hundred times. Yeah. A little bit, but it actually could be really good. If it borderlands is like dirty and filthy humor, like, you know, the pooing, like showing claptrap pooing and like, Oh, please watch. Uh, It makes me shit better. You know, I'm like, if it's, if it like, if you get into the film and it's way more, um, disturbing and like messed up then I think it's going to be a real hit and uh, I think like if it's just a vanilla like, like John said I got pee in my mouth <laughs> audience it's time to laugh you know like it's just you know yeah maybe it's just going to be whatever there's a review on the or sorry a comment on YouTube that I don't know why this made me laugh I don't even think it's fair or accurate but they said didn't realize the borderlands turned into a senior living facility. Come on, man. Wow. What do you, who just cuz these these are women who aren't the actors, 20 the, like 
Yeah, the actors are older than I think the counterparts they play in the film, but I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not important. Yeah, I don't you know? care about it's, that. This guy's a pug. Also, again, it's Kate Blanchett and Jamie Lee Curtis. and Yeah, they're legends, man. I mean, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Hart is... I can give or take. Kind, yeah. That's an anti... That's it's more of a point of not going, if I'm being honest. Not that he's not a talented person, and maybe he's really good in this, but... Yeah, kind of don't watch ke- movies with him in it. Kevin like Hart it out good. a little bit, yeah. Um, also, I just don't think Claptrap's funny in any iteration of Claptrap. I just don't. Well, Claptrap is supposed to be annoying. He's supposed to be irritating. Like I think you're supposed to not like him. So if they do a good, like getting Jack Black means like he might be likable. I don't want that. If Claptrap is likable, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, uh, like he's I'd, not comic relief. He's a f- source of irritation. <laughs> like that's that's where the humor with him comes in to me, anyway. Sure. Um, uh, I just noticed there's a review up for Final Fantasy Rebirth. Uh, you want to know what it is? GameSpot gave what? it an 8 out of 10. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Hmm. I mean, that's not a 10 out of 10. Mm. But No, mm. it's not a 10 out of 10. No, but it's also, you know, one review. We'll give it some time. It says the good. The loop of exploring and discovering remains compelling throughout. Synergy systems bring a new dimension to combat, make it even more satisfying. Character-driven stories... Continue to dig deep into the characters and make them memorable. Side activities are giving them narrative weight. The bad. The ending doesn't work and it's a mess. <laughs> Forced minigames disrupt the pacing. Well, that's, yeah, that's not too bad. Have you played Yakuza? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't force them, though, do they? They kind of can skip all that. No, no, they them. definitely force them. Okay. They 100% force them. Sometimes. like, I need to play some... some Oh yeah, racing. I need to do some racing. And the, the missions like do some racing and get to bronze before you can move on with the story. You, sure. <laughs> you have to do the side missions, especially if you want to level up. Uh one final bit of news. Enshrouded sold two million two million copies. Everybody's doing well with all these hot new games this year. So I guess Enshrouded feels good because I want a good future for that game. So two million's a nice it's nice to hear that uh yeah, despite in the wake of Pal World, that game yeah. also met, I think, pretty good success. Pal World's shadow loomed large that week, and I felt bad for Enshrouded, but it's good to hear they did good. So keep an eye on that one. Um, all right, we got a quick voicemail. I'm going to read or play. I'm not going to read it. That's a good question. The whole point of a voicemail is they do it, and uh, I'm going to play it here. This is something about how we made them laugh. So here it is. Hi there, core boys. This is Dead Center from Dallas. I just have to say, I'm I'm part way through the episode that dropped. Uh, uh, yesterday slash this morning scott just shuffling through all of this all of the sound bites that he says is the funniest thing i've heard in a while uh, uh i have to clean up the water that i just spit all of my keyboard thanks love you guys i think what he's saying is like when i can't find a clip and I search for oh, it. Oh, yeah. And you just start playing sound clip just, after sound clip yeah, after sound clip. I think clip. that's what he meant. Um, yeah. I'm glad to have provided him some humor there. Well, but. I think sometimes it's because what you end up playing, it's like, <laughs> hey, I let me play the sound of, uh, you know, the, the gentleman's speech from the event yesterday. Yeah. And then you press the button. It's like, shit, potatoes. <laughs> and like it's just such a strong shift from what people expect and what they get and it's you know you open a file cabinet to find something usually it's like things near one another but you're like looking for a and all of a sudden you're pulling out you know duct tape and buttholes yeah yeah no you're not wrong i admit uh there's like if i let's see what is this for example i 
have to shit. Okay, see, there's one right there. There's a bunch of these. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Eat shit and die, Ricky. I Eat shit and live, Bill. <laughs> I have so many. <laughs> I have so many shit clips. It's unreal how much I have. Uh, that is it for all of that. Let's now play, or I'll read a text real quick. Hey, core crew, just wanted to mention that grading beef A to 5A is the opposite of what Bo said. Higher grading has higher marbling, provides more flavor. Love the show. I don't remember talking about beef rating with, grading with you. We were talking about it because it was during the period of saying um, quadruple A was stupid. And my knowledge of beef does not run deep. Uh, so I, I, if you're right, I can't contradict you. Or if you're wrong, I can't contradict you. I have no idea. You just I know just, you like beef, and that's it. That's I just like, know it has to do with beef grading, and it's weird that video games are you know, compare marbling sure, or whatever. It's because yeah. people are weird. That's why. But, uh, uh, thank you for the clarification. Yes. Thank you so much. 801-471-0462 for both uh, texts and voicemails. Please keep those coming. If you want to email us, talk to the core at gmail.com. I'm going to now play a mashup and we got the votes. They're in the name of this mashup is nobody wants to be the testicle, which I just think is a good way to think about life in general. But as far as votes went, uh, overwhelming 56.5% of people think I said it. Uh, Bo, 16.1. John, John 27.4 at second place. So maybe you're I right. I voted for myself as well. I metagamed on this one. And I said, you know, we had a Bo focus mashup. We had a Scott focus mashup. By all accounts, it should be my turn. Yeah. And I can hear so you I go. For me. I can hear you say, like in this cadence, I could hear you say, nobody wants to be the testicle. I can hear you do yeah. that. It does sound like something I'd say. Yeah. And you'd say it deadpan like that. And I would laugh at it. So this all fits. So we'll see. I voted for you as well. We'll see uh, how how it went. It's called that, or it's called, uh, what's called? Uh, Everything's coming up testicles. No, nobody wants to be a testicle. And uh, here it is. Thanks, Jamie, for this. They wore their pants backwards. They make you want to jump, jump. The Mac Daddy make you want to jump, jump. got an awesome toy box not like the wow toy box that's full of garbage that you throw a banana on the ground and you get to do it again another 10 goddamn hours like <laughs> the 10 hour cool down banana that's great i like to poop i like to poop yeah, that's not where hearts go they're supposed to be in the body what that, are you what are you doing? Doing? putting it next to the body that's not where the hearts go you Don't put it that. in and leave it in the body you leave it alone people what? need those hearts it's jimmy stewart business <laughs> The entire time I'm going, my companion Barrett's going, hey, when you get a minute, let's talk. I'm like, we're in the middle of a zero G battle. You're shooting guys. Shut the hell up. And then I got done and I'm like, okay, Barrett, what do you want? And he's like, hey, man, we just haven't had a chance to talk. Boy, me and my friend Greg or whatever his name was, we sure had some good times, too. Mm -hmm. It's like giving me options like, oh, who's Greg? Oh, did you travel with someone? I was like, I do not care about Greg. I don't want to hear your story about Greg. I don't want to talk to you about Greg. I'm sure it's very interesting to somebody that gives a shit. It is not me. You think they ever put those in their mouth? Oh, I'll bet all the time, right? Yeah, I'd chew mine if I had them. Like, it's supposed to be full of, like, nerves. So it's supposed to be, like, a very pleasurable. Oh, uh, like working the hose a little there. Do you think they ever just, like, (laughs) while they're... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) 
That was so much worse because you put your finger in your mouth. For whatever reason, the thing that finally got me on board with this train was when lick it was an option on something disgusting. And I was like, nope, they do. There's somebody who listened. Here's what I would guess. If you had a Twi'lek girl and I walked up to her and said, oh, let me fill your thing. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's not cool. That's not cool anyway. But it also, that seems extra bad to do that to a Twi'lek. Well, I'm not talking about putting someone else's in your mouth. I'm just talking about like... Bibbs is like just hanging out right here. Do you think he ever just like leans down and gives it a little, a little attention? I don't know. Young oh. Hannibal is in jail today after he cut off his dad's face in order to play the new Call of Duty. I love a kid named Hannibal. That's good. You go to BlizzCon. You got six foot three lerp me in the middle. You got Bo and John on either side. We look like someone tried to make a penis. You got two, these two testicles down here, and you got this shaft Thanks right in the for middle. Making his testicles. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is that worse than being the, the big wiener well, I'm, shaft? I'm the hairy testicle and you're the bald testicle. Nobody wants to be the testicle. It's not terrible. Nobody wants to be the testicle is a great thing to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and it was John who did it. Sorry, John. You don't want to be the testicle, but you are the testicle. You are. You're the I love left that, one. I love that Bo immediately, we, we went into this going, yeah, nobody does want to be the testicle. And the clip, Bo's immediately like, I don't know. I want to be the testicle. It's where mm. the juice is. It's where the juice great. is. Oh. <laughs> The juice? <laughs> what do you want me to call it? Come? No! <laughs> That's worse. I'm trying, to soften, I'm trying to soften the situation by Where calling the, it juice. The juice. You could say, I don't know. You could get, I guess sometimes when you get technical terms, it's even worse. Like if you go, yeah. oh, is, is that somebody's sperm? That's almost worse. Wait, what's the what's the liquid called? Because I don't know. Oh, that's called, um, uh, why are we going down this road? Hold on. This is <laughs> Why are we trying to figure it out? <laughs> uh, that's called... Just asking questions. No ask. <laughs> What's the name? The medical name is so you have the uh, sperm and you have the 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 the, the 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 traveling the liquid seminal fluid seminal fluid. Shit, yeah, that's what I, sh- I should say. That's what the seminal fluid is. It's good stuff. Yeah, you know, like it is good stuff. Uh, you know, it really is. It's a life provider. You can put that some certain places. Eggs will yeah. grow, and you'll have a baby. You, so you know what I find weird is that if somebody says the word sperm to me, it doesn't bother me. Like I, it doesn't ping on my uh radar at all. But if you make it plural and you say sperms, for some reason, I'm very upset. Ooh, weird sperms. Oh. Sperms. Oh, I don't like it either, but I don't know if it's the same reasons. It just I don't know. It just makes it a worse word. Sperm. I don't I think the plural of sperm is sperm, not sperm. <laughs> well, then maybe it's just a an issue with So, it, it might be a, it might be a, is it a grammar thing or I feel like I'm going to yeah. vote on this one month. There's going to be a vote for a mashup and this is going I'm going to have to remember who said I think sperm <laughs> is plural for sperm and I'm going to have to remember who said it. And I'm gonna maybe that's that the only off. thing that bugs me about is that I know that it is grammatically incorrect, but it, I've heard people say sperms before, and it is upsetting when it's plural. I don't like it. You know, you, know, you don't say several sperms fought for first place in the race <laughs> to the egg. You say the several great sperm. war of sperm yeah. independence was fought by many sperms. They're like uh, <laughs> it's like saying cattle, right? Cattle, no, because cow is a single cattle. Yeah. Yeah, there's not what's okay. What's a word like sperm in plural? Like, um, well, data. No, that's datum was the singular. Yeah, what datum? Oh, is it? Yeah, D- yeah, 
data is plural. Yeah. Or, uh, if you want a singular piece of data, oh, it's okay. A I, it's a for, I'm sorry. For a minute, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying that data was not plural, and I was like, oh, well, no, the other Star way Trek. Yeah, the other. <laughs> um, in that case, same. he was nounified, or he's proper nounified. But um, all right. Can you imagine if they had named him Datum? Datum? Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> That's almost bad as sperms. That's like sperms. Okay. The whole Star uh, Trek sheep. series sheep is ground one. to a halt when they named him. Dad. Oh, sheep is good. Sheep because the sheep is yeah. there's a one. If there's one sheep, I go. Oh, there's a sheep. And if I see five of them, I go. Oh, there there are sheep. There so you. if you say a sentence like the sheep dodged the sperm, you have no idea if I'm saying singular or plural. No, I don't. For either of those words, was you it have one to say sperm? your sheep sperm. Your sheep's dodged the sperms. When yeah. in reality, like the big issue is stop getting your sperm near sheep. What are you doing? <laughs> well, it's just an example sentence. Is no reflection in reality or anything like that. You we know? Have, so we apologize. I'm just saying, yeah. If the sentences like that are uttered, you'd be very confused. You know, if you were yeah. learning English, like is it plural? Is it singular? Is there one sheep? Ten sheep? Like it's it's a mess. It's a mess. English is weird, dude. It's jacked. Yeah. It's freaking jacked. But I'll tell you what isn't jacked. Supporters of our show who go to patreon.com slash core show. We're so glad they followed this I know, right? This is an amazing They talked place. about me on core right after <laughs> they talked about coming on sheep. <laughs> wow. I I prefer throwing of sperms. But anyway. <laughs> okay. he, he prefers juice, okay? Let's, yeah, now we're back. You know what? I'm back to liking juice. Let's get the juice on. We're back to that. Um, but anyway, I want to thank some brand new folks who joined us this week at patreon.com slash core show. Cal. We, I assume, is from Krypton and survived the horrible explosion nice. there. Yes, welcome. To our uh, Dane Barnes, Violet Ashley, John Clark, Ryan Glowinka, Glowinka, I think they say it, and Steakburger. Steakburger. Oh, Steakburger. Doesn't, doesn't that sound good? Mm-hmm. How do you rate that beef? Yeah. Mm. Despite our conversation earlier, it strangely does. Yeah, I'm hungry now. Anyway, uh, these people are going to enjoy no ads of any kind on the show. They're also going to get pre-show content that they don't get in any other way. They're also going to get monthly uh, bonus episodes. Shit, who's up? I forgot already. Oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> so you're, it's Scott or John? I think John... Did is it my turn? Oh, it is your turn because Bo did two last time. And on the list, you're next and then me. So we're okay. waiting. So we're, I got to do one in the next couple of days. Which is good because you're going to be very busy in Yeah, I can't March. do March. March yeah. is going to be pain in the butt. So I'll do March. But yeah, uh, whatever it is, John, I know it'll be great. And so will they. They already expect <laughs> greatness. I know it they will do. will definitely not be thrown together because we figured this out late. I'm going to write myself a note somewhere. Yeah, a little pen. Well, don't worry about it being late because our other ones were late. So in a way, we're cycling kind of on time. Yeah, we're kind of on time. Yeah, Yeah, but I'd I'd like to, you know. I'm not giving you a reason to push it further, but it's not like late if it's monthly because we were monthly on the other ones. The chat room says Tad or Dude Juice, really? Dude Juice? Anyway. Yeah, let's not do Dude Juice and Gal Juice. No, no, no. Let's not do any of the juices. All the juices are... Just Not, juice. It's you just don't juice. need to qualify it. Yeah. Genetic material. No, Scott, Scott's face is like, stop. Scott, Scott like, <laughs> had a visceral reaction to gal juice. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
I prefer genetic material or um, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into the, your intimate details of your love life, but I hope you don't use that. Well, I'm definitely <laughs> not. I'm, I'm definitely not running around the house going, you know what I could use is some gal juice. Woo! That never no. happens. No, yeah, <laughs> don't do that either. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Anyway, Patreon.com is the worst Patreon read we've ever had. Patreon.com slash poor show. Get over there. Get it done. Uh, That is going to do it for us. If you're looking for all other stuff, it's at the website at frogpants.com slash core. You can watch the show live on Thursday nights. We start at 4 p.m. and we go forever. So come watch us live. Some of you are already watching us. You know what? I'll say, please (laughs) attend the live viewing of the show. John John knows why I'm changing my sentence. Yeah, it's Uh, for the same reason I'm laughing because I... You put me in a state of mind, and now everything you say is wrong. That's right. Sperms. Uh, That's going to do it for today's show. We are going to now leave, but Grandma's got to remind us what we played, so all you people who didn't think we said it enough can go right down this list. So, Grandma, take it away. What do you got? We talked earlier about wiping your memory, and a lot of you out there have problems with it, so let me refresh it (laughs) and let you know what the boys played this week. Helldivers 2. Last Epoch, Balat Balatro, Balat Balat Balatro, Balat Balatro. Grandma, just one word. Balatro. I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure how it goes. Balatro. Geometry Survivor, No Man's Sky, WWE 2K23, Deep Rock Galactic Survivor, and the World of Warcraft Season of Discovery. Yeah. That's what they play. Yeah, that's it. That is it. That's a very concise list. This will all be up in the show notes as well. So if you missed it here, don't forget to catch it there. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Come back next time for more. We'll see you then. Get more at frogpants.com. Spread managed democracy throughout the galaxy.